What's up, guys? Welcome back to uh, Director Showdown, episode 11, penultimate episode. Onse. Gang. Um, <laughs> is it Onse? It is, right? Yeah. Or 11? Okay. It's Diaz, and then Onse. And then Onse. That's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is a whole thing this season, David. For some yeah. reason, we really got into, like, uh, Spanish numerology. I don't know Numer- why or how, The study but, of Spanish yeah. numbers. And then there's yeah. a whole big uh, yeah issue in one of the middle episodes where I said Viente Ocho, right? No, it was Viente E Ocho. Oh, that's Trente right. E and then Adam Cinco. said that wasn't the correct. Yeah, uh, and then I'm. This is this doesn't yeah, matter. This is bad. Welcome to Director I, Showdown. <laughs> I'll just say I'm so bad at like yeah. Spanish numbers that mm-hmm. every Cinco de Mayo I go, "What are we celebrating today?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like the classic. Somebody yeah. said somebody said this the other day at work. They're like, uh, "What day is Cinco de Mayo?" Exactly. And we were all like, uh, "I'm pretty uh, sure I've said that." <laughs> it's like, oh, "What day think. is Cinco?" Like, I'm pretty sure I've said that. Second. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's almost Cinco de Mayo. It's in two days. But before that, Star Wars Day. Oh boy, oh, love that yeah, Disney branded Star Wars day. The, Go out the, and mm-hmm. buy our favorite Star Wars products. At, I'm going to uh, cosplay Target. all day, <laughs> all day, as Are Peter you? Mayhew, not as Chewbacca. Oh, oh, as Peter Mayhew himself, get just a wig, as himself, exactly. Get, get some, uh, yeah, some tall, shoes real creepy and, uh, British man. Yeah, yeah. But he was R.I.P. Topical man, very topical. R.I.P. to the. The great Chew- Chewy himself. Chewy himself. Yeah. The Chew- <laughs> that's <laughs> better my, than that's I can do. Hold on. I, I was going to try it, and thank God you no. did before I did. No, <laughs> Wait, I, I was no, going to try it. it. No, no, no. no okay, yeah, you, yeah. you did it. You did a good job. Our guest, <laughs> yes, good job. David. What's up, man? Welcome back. It's been a while. It yeah. has. Yeah. It's been like maybe a season or two since I've been on. I think probably a few. What was yeah. the last do you remember one you the last one you were on? No. PTA. Well, just to remind you, it was you, probably one that I hadn't watched. I was really bad yeah. at watching uh, movies for movie podcasts for a while. <laughs> like on, yeah. uh, it was a John's Revenge of the Sequel. Like yeah. one of the jokes was that I would always come on like I haven't seen this movie yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about what I think happens. That's literally that what I would do. I just like talk well, dude, about your, like your Guardians like, episode, right? I, yeah. I listened to that one. That one's great. Yeah. Well, in case you forgot what this podcast is all about, and in case. This is your first time listening to Director Showdown. Mm-hmm. We face off two directors each season, and this season we're doing Christopher Nolan and David Fincher, and head we're to back. Head. Yeah, baby. Head to head, like two penises. Exactly. Yep. Um, tip to tip. Tip to tip. Nolan docking. E. Fincher. Interstellar docking scene. Interstellar yeah, docking. docking. <laughs> um, so yeah, our and guest. We're, yeah, we're is back David. in. The, yeah, David's here. And uh, yeah, David, what is your like? What is your um, 
kind of response or like history, I guess, with these two directors? Like, do mm-hmm. you have one you prefer, a, a favorite of theirs? So like, I definitely like Venture more. Mm-hmm. I think that's Ooh, why I'm on. Cool. That's yeah. cool. I'm glad. You're yes. like the, probably the first this season, I'm glad. But Nolan, I mean, Nolan, he's a storyteller. I, I like his stories, but Fincher is a filmmaker, in my opinion. Like yeah. he uses Ooh, he uses sound, visual, or visuals. He uses everything to tell you a story. Versus mm. Nolan, he's really, really intricate, cool stories, but it's mainly just like dialogue and some stuff like that. I would rather. Say. I haven't mm. watched a lot of. It's the newer Nolan things that I'm probably basing all that on. Okay, more mm. like the studio headed stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah, but yeah, but Fincher. But yeah, that's totally fair though. He's yeah. never. Wavered in that, and because of that, he doesn't get to make a lot of movies. But Dude, what's interesting yeah, is that sure. Fincher hasn't written anything. No, he does not. He's, yeah. he's a that's he's a director. I, he's a director. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. been kind of a thread this season too. And well, mm. when you say um, what were you not just he doesn't make a lot of stuff. Mm. Um, he yeah. You, well, I think you had said that he mm. doesn't really have any weaker. Movies like he doesn't ever, no. he has, doesn't. And I'd I was thinking about that today. It, I was like, very dude, strong after, filmography. Yeah, after Alien 3, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, forgot he did that. If one. you pick a movie of his that's his quote unquote worst movie, it's better than most people's best. Hmm. You know, it's like the guy really has like, well, how about Panic Room? Is that bad? I haven't seen it. You've seen what? Panic, Panic Room? Room? Yeah, he directed it's that. pretty oh, good, Panic but Room's that's probably good. one of the more straightforward directing it's, yeah. things. Yeah. Like, it's not, he. It's not his eye yet. Like, mm. it is his eye in the sense of there's some cool, like, wide shots and, like, locked off stuff. Mm. You know, his whole camera aesthetic is mm. to the camera's an omnipotent being. It's not part of the world. It just yeah, shows you yeah. the world in a perfect mm. way. Yeah. And there's a lot of that in it, but there's mm. not, like, those long tracking shots that you get in a lot of his movies. Like, like Zodiac and stuff. That Famously in, like, Fight Club, later. the one where, mm. like, it follows the the blow or the bomb all the way up to, like, the yeah, room yeah, and then yeah. around the building. Sure, the and utilization stuff. of CGI in exactly, a very subtle way. Yeah. And he does that a lot, too. He subtly uses CGI and mm. just, like, he'll paint stuff out in the yeah. background or just, like, maybe yeah. he'll add a little bit of haze or something like that just mm. to kind of, like, give yeah. it more depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, Panic Room is I I haven't seen it in quite a while, but I remember it being really really intense. It's like a it's very straightforward. It's like they've got to get in the panic room or yes. they've got to stay in the panic room, but um, it's really really tensely filmed it's, and directed. Yeah, it's definitely one of those first movies that I can remember that was like like a bottle movie where everything takes place oh, in yeah, like the house true. pretty oh, much one setting. Like, yeah, like I guess. Prior to the old like seventies, like the calls coming from the house, the house, you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff, like movies. But well, it's not it, really a horror film; it's more of a thriller. It's definitely, yeah, yeah, mm. it's definitely more of a thriller. It's it, it's also a movie that really served as, at least for me, an introduction to so many actors. Like at that <laughs> point, I was already familiar with Jodie Foster because I'm mm-hmm. such a big, I'm a contact head. Uh, real big contact. There's, there's, there's a huge subreddit with yeah, one user. There are dozens of us con- there already. Right. Uh, slash no one, contact. If no yeah. one knew, but Brent, he wears a giant contact on his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's what we would go inside of a giant's yeah. eye. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. Hey, it, it's kind of it's problematic. Can you sometimes. lift up your shirt, Brent? And see the picture of Carl Sagan. That's, yeah, so uh, yeah. a big. It's a full body is. Carl Sagan kind of mural, and he looks high mm-hmm. as fuck. Like yeah, he, looks, he looks super high, <laughs> well, okay, the, and there's the, an the, arrow pointing down to yeah. Brent's balls that said, "We're all a part of this blue marble, <laughs> including these." And then yeah, a yeah, face. If yeah. you put a magnifying glass on his skin, it's a pale blue dot right there. <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of yeah, it's kind of an intricate piece. A pale um, blue But it was the, the tattoo. Hey, that's artist. a pretty good. Yeah. Impre- Let's Thank do you. it again. Hold on. Yeah. Billions and billions and 
the pale blue dot. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, such an interesting cadence uh, and the uh, cosmos. Sometimes the cosmos. I think too much to think about how I speak. <laughs> you know what's? Yeah. It was funny. I I, rules. I read like a quote by him saying that he's not the smartest guy, but he just can talk to the smartest people and and re. Like translate it to like yeah. common folk. I hope Joe. Yeah. No, I hope Joe Rogan never hears that quote. Oh, really? Starts calling himself the new Carl Sagan. Oh, oh no! God. <laughs> is that a similar? I guess thing. He, he like thinks. his yeah. whole idea is that like I just talk to smart people and repeat what they say. You know, I'm not smart. Oh, I'm like dumbing it down. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not I mean, smart. <laughs> he says that all the time. It's like we know. <laughs> <laughs> we got it, Joe. Yeah. No, but yeah, dude. Uh, Carl Sagan was good at that. Yeah, because I, I uh, the whole pale blue dot. Um, there's like a video on YouTube, and if you guys have ever watched like the the Cosmos, his Cosmos series is is really eye opening in that regard. Like he's really good at putting like very complex ideas into like easy to understand. Yeah. It's like let's yeah. look at this beach. Each mm-hmm. grain of he, sand. It's like he could relate anything. To a lot of a lot of people like to relate him. This is like completely off the topic. Oh, dude. Oh no, it's, we yeah. live there. Uh, uh, a lot of people relate him to like Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I would say he's more of a Bill Nye. Because he doesn't mm. just like say shit. Like he's not like, is doesn't that isn't that just crazy? Like he explains it to you. Yeah. You know, he actually like yeah. tries to go out of the way to be like, no, this is I how it actually yeah, works. It's hard to find like a modern day like I, I liked um DeGrasse Tyson's like Cosmo series too. Like mm. I don't think it was as good, but it was um it was like on on like a similar wavelength. But yeah, Bill Nye's hey, a good great comparison. pun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like space. Yeah. Like uh, like light, like light. You know what goes? You know what light brings us? Huh? Light passes through celluloid and brings it us does. movies. A movie, it, uh, like <laughs> David Fincher's Gone, Gone Girl. That's that what we, That's the episode. Twenty-four frames doing. a second. Light. <laughs> <laughs> Directed yeah. by first movie I ever David saw. Fincher. I ran out of the room because I thought that train was going to kill me. Oh yeah, boy, so didn't yeah. We all? so David, yeah. When I'm was, 118 years. I'm 100. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a va- I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> one of these yeah. cool new ones that like has a cool accent. Yeah. <laughs> one of these, one of these hip, funny ones. Like I'm a the fucking Taika American Wittini vampire, movie. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you mean uh, an entire show, True Blood? True yeah. Blood. <laughs> True Blood. <laughs> I've actually not watched that show, but you're Maybe. so right. I, I, yeah. either. I know nothing about. I have True no. Blood. I have no. They're from like, New Orleans. They're from Nolans, I think. Which is. Back to actually <laughs> Gone Girl or Gone Girl, <laughs> yeah, Gone Girl. Yeah, I yeah. keep wanting to actually make a joke and call this movie Gone Baby Gone, but I end up yeah. just calling it Gone Girl, thinking that's the joke, that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh wait, I just said the right name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did I mix it up again? Yeah. But um, there's this part of this movie just to skip way in the future. Fuck it. Yeah. When uh, she's on the run, she's hiding, and she says, uh, "I'm from Nolens." Oh, oh yeah. accent. Anyone oh, yeah. from New Orleans would know that that's not a person from New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's like what a, it's like a, a cliched uh, it is stereotype of that. You, yeah. you think that the director of the Curious Case of Benjamin Button would would decipher what kind think, of New Orleans I think it was, accent is. I think that it was uh, it was a uh, intentional. The first it was her oh. first slip up, and that was the oh, first reason why those people knew that she might not be. I so is that detailed, yeah. huh? There's yeah. there's a lot of little details I noticed that it's just like oh shit, like oh, there was one that I noticed where the first time 
Let me just find it. I have my notes. I have a tiny memo <laughs> pad. Just scrawled yeah, to yeah. hell. Just like a crazy uh, Kevin Spacey yeah. killer notebook. It looks from very seven. Kevin Spacey. Um, it's got a bunch of Batman symbols on it. <laughs> um, oh, this is what I was going to say. Yeah. Was So there's like this one moment when... Uh, you know, we're watching the diary scenes, like the scenes that involve the mm. diary, where we're all supposed to be understanding mm. that this is the life she went through, you know, the false narrative story. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the f- one scene where uh, Ben Affleck just starts talking about how he wanted kids, and that's the first time we've ever heard anything contradict the diary scenes. And it's just like yeah. this one little like thing that he does that mm. Fincher puts in there to kind of start messing with your head like yeah. wait like, a second wait, what's going and on? then it's like yeah. another like 15 minutes before it's revealed anything to yeah. us about like mm-hmm. that it's all false but yeah so, yeah i, I want to yeah i want to talk about like the historical context a little bit like did you guys see this movie when it came out like when it was um in theaters or anything or like probably a year after it came out okay yeah yeah, yeah. and i've only this is the own. second time i've only seen mm-hmm. it oh okay yeah I, actually i think me too i think i saw it th- i might have seen it once after theaters but yeah, are you yeah. saying that? Ha- hashtag me too. Um, I saw it like a year after it because uh, I knew it was nominated for Best Picture, and that year I wanted to like see oh, all the all the Best Picture it nominees. Was, it was yeah. a, an Oscar like push because it came out yeah. in September. That's yeah. right. I yeah. okay. So the, at this point, I was like fully on board with Fincher, and I was like every new piece of information about like a new Fincher movie I'm totally on board like on board for and I want to like read about so it came out that he's doing Gone Girl and I was like oh fuck I'm newly single and I was at the time I'm gonna fucking read this book and still is and so (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh and so I got like the ebook and then I read it over like a period of like three or four days which is like I read books super fucking slow so that's fast for me that's super fast What uh? What platform did you use for that ebook? Uh, what's the? F- is it audibletrial.com dot com slash sticker? God damn it! That's not even. I no, know. it's a fucking. Uh, what's the fucking? Uh, it's a Kindle. 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 Yeah, yeah, the free Kindle app. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and so I had the ebook on that, and uh, yeah, and I I like loved the book, and I was like, I'm so fascinated to see how he pulls this off mm-hmm. in a movie in like a visual medium because the, the book is like first person. It's oh, like you're, huh. you're hearing like, and I know there's some first person, at least for Amy via her diary. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the book, it was so fascinating because does it like go between the two, like uh main people like the was it yeah. nick and amy like back between them like, so it goes first back person and, between it, it actually them? the movie is an incredible adaptation of the book it was because, written by the actual yeah by, by the, the author by the she author. like really yeah. was hands-on with it mm-hmm. because it's similar where the twist happens literally halfway through the book right yeah. and so it's it's just like the movie where in the first whole half of the book you're like what the fuck happened like even even like hearing nick's thoughts I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know what to tell, like if he was involved and, and then it, it'll cut to Amy's diary entries. And so you're reading these diary entries um, and the movie like cuts those down. But like, it's, it's kind of incredible how 
the movie is really like it really captured everything that was in the book. Mm, that's mm. awesome. Like there's very little. Like there's some like I know they left out some stuff with the parents and like the that's parents. about it. And like, I honestly don't even remember that from the book. Yeah. So I don't think it was it was probably it was like pretty disposable. I think mm. they said it was um, like a bunch of flashbacks with the dying mom. And then they went yeah. into some story mm. with the dad also in the books, like the weird like Alzheimer'sy dad that yeah. shows up once at the police station. Yeah, I, I do remember him yeah. being a bigger part in the book, but, but that's pretty much yeah. that's pretty much all they said. They really got mm. cut out like yeah. of the main plot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah. Other than that, it really doesn't lose much. Like, and it, it probably is a factor the fact that it's two and a half hours long, and that he's like. Like I, I can just let this be as long as it needs to be to to really nail this. He really does let it breathe. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he um, really lets it go. I fast forwarded through almost the entire scene where they met because it was just the most annoying dialogue <laughs> ever to me. Where uh, they were like, "Oh, oh is that, that guy going to bloviate to you about his blah blah blah?" Oh my god, what but is that? Oh. That's what's so great about it. Is it's like supposed to be though? Like it's supposed to be very like they're oh, both by the end, errors. Like by yeah. the end, I was like, "Oh, I should have actually watched that scene." Because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. totally it was like mm. it was foreshadowing about their characters yeah, and how for sure. she was controlling him just the whole yeah. fucking time. It's like yeah. the uh you were saying Brent Howard that was kind of, that was like the most Aaron Sorkin e like sure. scene where it just seemed like oh we're really fucking yeah, clever people <laughs> and we're just like spouting out like yeah. these platitudes like so definitely. quickly you know yeah like yeah it's definitely like two yeah like two people who think they're in an Aaron Sorkin movie was this yeah. and they're like let me just be real clever like we're both network. writers and like hmm. yeah was this pre or post social network post yeah post yeah okay. this, dude movie. this is his last movie oh wow five mm. years he hasn't made a movie yet. wow mm-hmm. yeah so this is post it came out four years after social network so um four years it, huh? it was another example of what we talked about this season where uh Gillian Flynn is it Gillian or Jillian mm. I think Gillian whatever i just um, called her flynn, flynn yeah flynn, yeah, yeah. Flynn wrote this book and was like pitching it at the same time to book companies as well mm. as optioning it for movies which Be- is what they do now which is fascinating yeah it's because all that's how she, her as an author how she's made her living is yeah. that each movie that or each book that she's written has she's also optioned Option. and pitched as a mm. movie yeah and they have come out usually simultaneously mm. and so i think she's yeah. working on her fourth now but yeah yeah mm. and uh like she just had sharp objects which was great yeah. it was like the H- hbo i want to watch that yeah, miniseries yeah. it's really Really good, man. Uh, Amy Adams is incredible in it, and the story like is like kind of equally mm. insane. And dark I don't know. I prefer Ni- I prefer her in Night in the Museum. Honestly, I love. Well, that. I know why. I honestly I love that movie. <laughs> huh? I honestly love Night at the Museum. You know, it was written by Tom uh, Tom Lennon and Ben Tom Grant. Lennon. Oh yeah, yeah. they've written <laughs> it's a some, lot. <laughs> it's got some choice comedy moments in it, yeah. and some garbage comedy moments that are hilarious to <laughs> make just, fun of, and just yeah. some nice costume design. Now yeah. look at that. What uh, was the secret of the Emperor's Tomb? Do you guys remember? Was was it uh, Rami? Malik is going to win an Academy Award. Is that for no, doing nothing? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, because uh, he, he was the emperor in that movie. Oh, was he? Yeah, absolutely. He was. It was kind uh, of an interesting choice to actually change your teeth f- to be the Egyptian the, emperor. Yeah, I it's thought a it was very interesting, interesting choice. Too. Yeah, that commitment. And it was though, kind of obvious, you know? and they were really kind of bucking out of his mouth. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, it's a choice that he decided to make, yeah. and ultimately, I think it benefited the character. I just really can't yeah. wait till it too. Huh? It too. <laughs> I always confuse Romney Malik and yeah. the guy who plays it 
constantly. Oh, they have the same oh, sunken in eye sockets. The scars guard. The scars uh, guard. Bill, right? They have those yeah. eyeballs, man. Yeah. Those big old eyes. They definitely kind of buggy. The Steve Buscemi kind of. Have you area. seen that Rami Malik video where he's talking about the things that he enjoys? No. Oh my god! I'm gonna link it in the show notes. So it's <laughs> it's a really fucking creepy video that I honestly thought. For 90% of it, I thought it was, like, the announcement of him as, like, the new Bond villain. Because he's going to be the Bond oh, villain. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and I was like, I had heard rumors, and then he posted it, and it's just like, I really enjoy um, drinking. Like, like he goes through all the, like this long list of shit that he enjoys. He's like, I really enjoy ballroom dancing. Is he, and who's like, he, is he talking just so, too straight towards a camera? Yes. <laughs> It, yes, it's so creepy. I'm gonna show you guys are gonna lose your Why? shit because it's so creepy. Why? And I was like, so he this recorded this himself. It, no, it's like a nice camera. I, I, okay. I think somebody set it up. I don't know he what it was promoting. He didn't just pick the red off of the red camera off of his like the yeah, ground in he, his like, apartment. Looks down and, and, yeah, like, has his like start shooting with it. Shit. Yeah. yeah, he's like, like oh, yeah, I got I'm this Mr. new handy camera. I guess and AK. It's weird, man. But yeah, and and at the end, I was like. Oh, that's just like a th- that's nothing. That's just a thing that he was like. I want to seem like a normal human being, so, so I he guess he purposefully released this. Yeah, I guess this isn't I like don't this isn't like for. this isn't like Hot Ones. It has a as a show no, where people just sit in a comedy. It's not meant to be comedy. It's just unsettling. So he's just trying to connect with people. I guess so. I don't know. It's weird, man. Um, it's so strange. Is, is anyway. he a sociopath? Like does he like I don't, he identify as a sociopath? Like, so Mr. Have you seen the Mr. new Robot? gender identity he's sociopath? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's great. In I'm Mr. trans Robot, sociopath. And he's super <laughs> autistic in Mr. Robot. So he plays that really well. But I don't know. He's I love like Mr. Robot. Yeah, yeah he's. Great, I, man. I've only seen the first season, but it yeah. was amazing. Yeah, I still need uh, to catch up on it. But yeah, uh, I mean, he comes off as charismatic in like interviews and stuff. So I don't think he's like. Maybe maybe that means he is sociopathic. So weird. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, talking about sociopathy yeah brings it all back to gone baby gone, gone. this gone, is why david's my favorite guest he, he <laughs> just yeah, brings yeah. it right back to the <laughs> movie he'll, he'll always and, rope and, it on back around in yeah. in such the most the most smooth and subtle way and securitous yeah. routes uh-huh. <laughs> but anyways did you watch that new show on net i'm not gonna do that <laughs> just dive into another yeah um so ben affleck's dick I know. I literally wow. wrote down in wow. uh, in big letters, uh, Ben Affleck, Wiener. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, it's the I, last I put, thing I wrote in my notes. I wrote mine is uh, Ben Affleck's dick, dot, dot, wow. I literally, <laughs> I, I looked at Hannah, uh, yeah. my wife. Yeah. And, my wife. And I was like, did you see it? Did you see Ben Affleck? And she was like, what are you talking about? And I go, oh, we're whining. <laughs> and I literally like, rewound it, slowed it down, it. and I was like, there it is. Uh, it's yeah. like it's so reminiscent of Bruce Willis's dick in Pulp Fiction, just like quickly getting in or out of the shower. I never caught, I never that. caught that. Oh either. yeah, when Bruce is wow. getting out of the oh, shower. Oh wait, you see a bit of pubes, you, you I think. See, well, no, you. Oh, well, I don't know. The cut I saw, you saw the whole shaft. <laughs> the whole shaft. <laughs> and you could one. tell that he was like he would didn't fluff in that thing a little bit because yeah. it was like that well, was that's not funny how it would look that, like when you get what, out of a goddamn that's shower. What, uh, <laughs> uh, or Jennifer Garner said, "That's not what it looks like when you get in a goddamn shower." Ben Affleck, like your wiener isn't fucking all long and hanging across your well, nose it's think, all tiny yeah. and like waiting yeah. to get warm. i think it was ellen or somebody asked jennifer gardner about her husband's dick in a movie of course, on like yeah. some talk show and she was like i think it was like, her or just ben affleck said himself that he like he kind of prepped himself for oh, it fuck yeah which did. is like yeah. yeah i mean let's get this thing well, ready and looking yeah. good like <laughs> 
Well, no, that's how you put makeup. You can, you you do can, it with your you can tell that Ben Affleck, yeah. what, there's some scenes in this movie where right beforehand he was doing curls. Or doing like like, oh, yeah, like shoulder like, like like lifts or something because yeah. there's some scenes where he's just has like hulking upper body like mm. pre Batman Hulk he's thick body. in this movie dude he's, absolutely he's a, he's a thick boy boy I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about him because I don't know how you guys feel we can talk about that in a second but the second well I was like uh, I think I just finished the I can't remember if he was cast before I read the book or after but either way I was like oh Ben Affleck is perfect for this character oh yeah it's like he's not always the best actor but for this guy yeah for a bro oh yeah yeah no totally yeah he's described like in the book uh just like with the inner monologue and everything and like the type of guy he's described Mm. as is just like this fucking like i think i'm clever like fucking (laughs) yeah like i like this kind of like he's a midwestern boy yeah like kind of douchey corn-fed asshole yeah yeah and i was like one of the things i wrote down was that he is so convincing at acting dumb Mm. Like there's those yeah. scenes when they bring him in, like when they first bring him into the police station and he is like legitimately like stupefied about like why they think that he might have murdered his wife. Mm. And yeah. he's so believable, like how he's just looking around and like, yeah. what are you talking, what, yeah. what's happening? Like, like, what? Like it is like, I was <laughs> yeah. like, man, he is a dumb guy. I love it. <laughs> like He's well, so good at like, this. <laughs> yeah. His acting like, quote unquote ability factors in perfectly because Nick Dunn the entire movie is acting. Exactly. It's like it's it's even at the beginning when you don't know if he was involved or not, either way he's acting for the media because the media is like so involved in like uh covering him and everything and he's just like he doesn't know how to act and well ah, so I mean when you brought up the third main character in this movie, (laughs) the media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it pretty much yeah. is right. Yeah, it's like it's, it's about it's about Nick, it's about Amy, and it's about the news, the twenty four hour news cycle. Absolutely, yeah, for like sure. Like it's all about that shit. I would even I totally double up the number that. of characters. Like you would have on stage Amy, on stage uh, Ooh, Nick. No, you're totally right. And yeah. uh, real Nick and real Amy. <laughs> and, but even sure. like okay, so the you know right now or the movie's on, and he's having this discussion with his sister, and this is post his sister learning about his affair. So is even it? in this moment, I don't think it is. Is it? Or are we? Oh, pre, there? pre. This is pre. pre. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is pre learning about the affair. Yeah. But even in this, so even in this scene, he's acting a little bit mm-hmm. like the character himself. He doesn't yeah, want to yeah. let on that he has this kind of illicit thing going on. Mm. Yeah. But he's also like still trying to get the. Uh, well, he's trying to show that he gives a shit that Amy's gone exactly. when he really doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Okay. I'm. I'm really glad you mentioned that too because the press conference scene. Uh, God, dude, they portray that so well. So, um, yeah, the very first press conference when they announced that she's missing, when he smirks, when he does the, yeah, the dude, smile, that's that like is, a huge moment in oh, the I in the book. Like it says, moment. like Nick smiles, and I then like that moment, his sister's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And everybody like reads that as like, "Oh, he's a fucking psychopath. He killed his wife." And it's like the media interpretations of all of the minor movements mm. and what's so brilliant about this movie is like they just they just show you those like but with acting and just like where it. the camera's pointed and you interpret like what all that means like it's mm. oh it's, god it's so good so uh just on another little quick tangent if yeah. no one's listening to harmontown should definitely go back yeah, yeah. and listen there's a several episodes where they discuss this idea of how believe like should you Think someone is a murderer just because on the nine one one call when they find their uh, mm. their husband or I'll wife's dead body, are they like, 
Hi. Um, yeah, uh, my yeah. my wife's dead. Like, if they're calm, but that might just be their personality or well, yeah. just the way yeah. they react to trauma. Because, yeah. But then, yeah. yeah, the media gets a hold of that, yeah. and then now they're the Narrative fucking murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just watched uh, Free Solo last night. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. I've been, yeah. I've been really wanting them to free it's- Han Solo, though. <laughs> Free Han Solo. He, he was free the he, he died. No. Yeah, he was very... <laughs> I've actually have been wanting to watch that, yeah. that documentary, though. Yeah. It's yeah. very good because he's autistic. I'm not mm. kidding about yeah. this. Like, he's undiagnosed autistic. And, like, you kind of have to be so emotionless when you're doing something as insane as that. So when... He talks about, like, death, like, super casually. Like, if I die, like, everyone's going to be fine. Like, they'll move on. And, yeah. like, like he doesn't care about his own mortality. Not at all. At all. Yeah. And yeah. so if he, like, called 911, he would just be like... Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah, my be girlfriend shit. just died. And um, you guys need to come over here. Like, that's literally so how he'd do it. We're yeah. going to have to, like, really pay attention to you, Adam, because you have a cat. Yeah. And cats can, uh, they can give you a blood disease called toxoplasm. Oh shit! And this blood disease is actually it's it's a it's uh, like linked to daredevils and people that like to do that because it makes uh, you not scared. Like you have no fear, uh, you have no fear of death, I, just I no just, fear of anything. Is it is it and it's bad? so crazy? Get that. Is it bad that I, <laughs> I bought like five no fear shirts in the past week? <laughs> oh shit, that's true. Oh, I, no. I, I saw his uh, his uh, cart. On uh, zoomies.com. It was, it was literally every no fear shirt that they had in stock. So let's just keep an eye on him, is all I'm saying. And a longboard. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, my, boy, hands, my hand is going towards Amazon and I'm buying a bunch of tap oh, out fuck. shirts. He's on the no fear. Oh, no. Did you say tap out? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Of all things. It's, it's evolving. It's getting worse, Brent. <laughs> oh, Quick, no, the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brent has two oh, cats. Geez, typing so. in, stab him in the w- heart. W-W-E-D-H-A-R. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's got to Ed Hardy. The- <laughs> Like, yeah. I can't spell that quickly. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah. but yes, oh, the, the, okay. So the press conference scene is playing in the background. Yeah, we are, and it, it's yeah, it's so. I mean, Ben Affleck's fucking great in this man because like he has to like play that side of him, the kind of like side that is kind of acting for the cameras and the media and stuff. But also, he has to like watch his. I don't know. It's so layered, you know, it like it's, no, it's a it's crazy layers donkey. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, uh, gee, what's her name? God damn it. I mean, of, Fuck, of, she's so good too. Of course what? he I'm sexist. I forgot her name. His Ooh, wife. I'm Roseman Pike. Roseman Pike. Yeah. yeah. Amy. Yeah. Amy. It's your wife's Why? name. No, I, I could have said amazing <laughs> Amy. Yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a, she's incredible in this too, for <laughs> other reasons, but hmm. your wife. Yeah, my yeah. wife is in this film, yeah. um, and she's, she's great. The, well, I'm married to Roseman Pike now. She's the double. I, it's been a while oh, since she's... Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. We actually... Roseman Pike okay. and I got Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Did you know she was in... slumming it in No Lotus. <laughs> does, does, she, does she only talk about Die Another Day to you and how great of a movie that oh, was? boy, oh, Wait, boy. holy shit. She was in that with, movie? Yeah. Is that what the one the with the fuck? Ice Hotel? The Ice Hotel. Oh, boy, die, I remember that. She's the one... The world is not enough. That's the one where the guy tries to start World War Three and cover it for the media, right? The guy from Train Spotting, right? Isn't yes. that Robert Carlyle? It's Robert Carlyle. God, that's so Robert weird. Carlyle was a Bond he's the guy, villain? yeah, with the weird eye like shit. He always has that weird, like, because his teeth are like perfectly, yeah, like the same length. Even the canines, it looks so oh, weird like a when line. He, like, when he yeah. smiles, 
Yeah. yeah, and I remember nothing, like hardly anything except for him trying to like blow up the world or something. <laughs> the only thing that's the only thing I remember that movie. He he's like I he's like I'm gonna make World War Three so I can sell more magazines and newspapers than other people covering it. It's I'm like, gonna make World how, War III. How is that feasible? Like, yeah. <laughs> let me just like infiltrate geopolitical like. Everything <laughs> issues like literally. Yeah, I'm not a politician. Yeah. I'm literally a reporter. <laughs> People are gonna love me. <laughs> like, oh, but boy. yeah, Rosamund Pike was in Die Another Day. Yep, and uh, she was a Bond villain. Yeah, she was. A was Bond she a villain? Yeah, I she, she was, was a Bond girl. A, she was a the bad Bond oh, girl. You're right. Yeah, she was one. Of the oh, bad she's ones. second yeah. Bond girl the to bad. Halle Berry. Okay. Halle Berry was the. That's uh, right. That's right. The main so Bond. She is girl. notoriously. Is she Russian in that movie? Is she? I think she's English. In English? Yeah, like her name. native she's tongue. She's English in real life, right? Yeah. I know she's like, okay, so apparently oh, she she's has a really good American accent. Yeah, she's notoriously like really, really um, like kind of locked away from everything. Like she doesn't really. She's like a Christopher Nolan. Kind of, yeah, of act actors actresses like she kind of like doesn't ever search out a role like it's kind of like a thing it's kind of like a bill murray thing almost like where you kind of have to like call her up pitch her on the idea and so that's why she's hardly in anything like she really is kind of awesome though yeah Yeah. and then for this maybe because die another day was like you know what i'm just gonna be in a bond movie fuck it (laughs) (laughs) that's a good power play though especially for a woman to do in the fucking industry right Mm -hmm. to be like you can't like to be so selective like uh bond girl well not even that i just mean like the whole thing you're saying about how she's very selective like you know as as being a woman in hollywood it's probably really hard to do but she's like fuck it i'm gonna do it anyway yeah just to like come out of chilling for a while and get it like an oscar nomination which she Mm -hmm. did for this movie like it's uh, got so many nominations Mm -hmm. yeah it's wild like this movie so yeah not even um, for the oscars but like every other thing too yeah uh, it was almost uh, Reese Witherspoon, actually, because she I saw that. was the producer. And I think that would have been good, too. It was though. like it like, was originally a package deal where it was going to be Reese Witherspoon yeah. and the movie. Because she has a production company. And yeah. then, yeah, and then somehow she left to do something else, I like, guess. She just did her Legally Blonde-like role. That would have been perfect for Amazing oh, Amy, honestly. That would, no, I'm like not even kidding. Like, that would be kind of... Her kind of, yeah, yeah. but played down the comedy aspects, I guess, yeah. is what you mean. Yeah, mm. like the same type of character, yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, I think she probably would have been great, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's great that Fincher got Rosamund Pike, because she so, kills it. We just we just missed uh, a scene where... Uh, well, the scene we're seeing right now is the one where he finds Clue 3. This was... Uh, oh, it's actually later, the scene that I'm thinking of, but there's mm-hmm. a moment where... He, I think it's right after the cops say, basically, like, we think that you're involved. So he yeah. says, I'm never talking out without a lawyer now. Yeah. They leave. He picks up his cat and goes, man, I wish I have no clue. Huh? Clue? Oh. Clue number three. And it is, like, the most, like, what the fuck acting of all time. And, like, it was clear. It felt very, yeah. uh, what is it called, um, like, reshoots, where they were just kind oh, of like, well, okay. we got to we gotta get this. Maybe, maybe there's, that, there's not a moment yeah. where he remembers to go to clue number three. It's the stuff like that, the connective tissue that I feel like. Because, yeah, I do remember in the books that the, the clue, the treasure hunt stuff was, like, really stretched out like there's just a lot more to it a lot more like characterization within the clues within the treasure hunt stuff but like still the way they did it in the movie i think is like really really well done like i i I wanted to like ask you guys how you felt about like the twist seeing it for the first time if you saw it coming at all or if like 
I, I don't know. Because like when I was reading the book, at least I was like, fuck, I did not see this coming. Like they really played this well the way it was written. I, don't know. I, I would, I you know, I should have watched. We should have watched the uh, the trailer, the original trailer, because I wonder how much of that trailer. I think it's it's all him. It away. Is it just him? It's it's. They don't hint at it at all. Uh, because think, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like I yeah. I don't know. I I I don't remember. It was you know hmm. what four years ago now. Yeah, but it's like yeah. I definitely feel like it caught me off guard because it because listening or watching this with. Uh, Hannah mm-hmm. and knowing that it was the first time that she's ever seen it yeah. I was just sitting there going like oh, oh she what, does, what did she, she doesn't know did about she, this. like react like what did she she didn't react nearly as much as I wanted her to she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't react to things though okay. like that yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted yeah, her to be I wanted her to way, jump honestly. out of her seat and be like oh shit yeah when when uh, she says her line of like uh, the I love being dead and then it just cuts yeah, to her in the car and she so has great. like the bandage on her arm and everything yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's it's like I think literally the same line in the book too. It's like uh, it was so good, it's so much easier being dead or something like that. I can't yeah. even remember the full line, but and then they play that over black, and then it shows her with like her arm bandaged like, up, and, and you're like, like driving oh. and stuff, and it, yeah. and then and then they do the they have those title cards, you know, that like every yeah. every once in a while, like it'll come up like this many days since, this many days before, yeah, two days gone, and so you yeah. know, so when that happens, it then it. Like after she says it, they actually even wait like a beat yeah. before the title card comes up that then says one day, one day, on. or it would think it was even like two hours or something like that. Yeah, it was like a, but, yeah, but it was like, yeah. but it was post gone. So you yeah. know, you're like, oh, well, shit. that's such a brilliant way yeah. to, to, in the, in the, I'm not, I don't want to be this guy. This is the last time I'm going to mention the book. But the the book uses the same like one day gone, like the resetting, like as in terms of like counting the number of days after she disappeared and all that stuff. It uses the same thing, and I think that's such a brilliant tool to bring into the movie, uh, just to like re, like I don't know. You you never really get lost in the story. You never are like, wait, when is this? And yes, Fincher's exactly. so good at that. Like Fincher's really good at making you exactly aware of. There was only one right. moment while we were watching that Hannah like was looking down and she was like, wait, what did that say? And I was like, it was 21 days after, you know, or something like that. Oh, and she was yeah, like, okay, yeah. good. But she like, she is one of the, like, I don't want to talk ill of my wife, but she's <laughs> not, like, she's a million she, listeners she's, right now. Do, she yeah. isn't that good about like keeping track of like timelines. And she was really For good. Sure. Like this one, easy yeah the way they do it it's, it's so really simple. really like it's yeah dude, i love the script it. for this like the the flynn like really knows like knew how to clean it up and just like even though it's long i, like, I love uh yeah. one of the trivia things a little trivia about that her writing the script for this was that yeah. she sat down with i don't know the screenwriter's name but the screenwriter who wrote all the harry potter movies <laughs> like oh, who, yeah. who adapted the books to, really? the, to the movies yeah, yeah and yeah. then like learned how to adapt like from them from books and then yeah. and then like worked uh, basically side by side with david fincher yeah. about mm-hmm. adapting stuff so he even ended up changing a couple of things like apparently he changed the scene where she does gather her own blood because in the book he didn't think that was believable enough but he liked so he like changed yeah, it in his own little way. Believable. Yeah, yeah, mm. for sure. Which I still don't think it's believable. If you're gonna fucking bleed that much, she should have been. Uh, <laughs> was it like gathering that blood over like a couple That's, of days? I think yeah, she I does. Thought, yeah. 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 In the book, Text. it sounds better, yeah. right? Yeah. In she, the movie, yeah, they just dive into that more. Yeah. yeah. In the movie, she just like has a Tupperware container <laughs> open, which I'm like, well, they never found a fucking Tupperware container full yeah. of blood well, <laughs> like, yeah. in the dishwasher. Well, it's like she would also just pass out. Like that's yeah, exactly. That's why I thought it would it would take like at least 
least like two or three days of her. Well, when like, you when you donate or, like, blood, weeks, you know, yeah, when you donate it, blood, you usually donate like a pint or two, and I think that's all it was in the movie. It just it looks like a lot. It was spread it was out. The specifically that she said. You have to bleed a lot. Yeah. And I mean okay. a lot. Like she said yeah. like those words. Yeah, and so yeah. it just felt like she should have had some like storage of blood in like a refrigerator. Yeah. Somewhere I think in the book, she maybe she like did and pass did it, out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cause it, there, there is like a lot of, uh, yeah, she definitely like gathers a lot of blood to make it look real. But I do love like her character is like infallible. And I love that like up into a point. And we'll get to that point, but yeah. it's so, like she is like, yeah. she can get away with anything. And it is so fucking cool. So yeah. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of on Amy's side in this whole movie. Oh, yeah? For the majority yeah. of the movie. I'm kind of like, hell yeah, Amy. Fuck Ben Affleck. <laughs> He's I, a fucking asshole. Yeah. And so that's why I, I don't understand. Yeah. Because like, there's, there's some criticism of this movie that's like, like uh, misogynistic. To an extent, but man, Ben Affleck is a total scumbag. He's a total piece of shit, yeah. He's a total I, piece of he, shit. He says it himself mm. in yeah. that interview. He says, yeah. I'm a bad man. Yeah. I'm a bad yeah. man. Look at me. I'm but a bad I did man. not murder my wife. And I mm. fucking love that. That's such dude. a great scene. That is yeah, so, that's one of the best movie, scenes. Like, this movie. What I love about this movie is like, and I put this on my letterbox reviews, it's like a trash piece, dude. It's so trashy. Like it's the characters are film. fucking trashy as hell. The story is super trashy. All the characters are super trashy. It's like He's yeah, he's like a he's a total fucking scumbag. Hmm. And even when he's in that interview, I don't buy that he's really being sincere because no. then it shows him watching it and he's just like uh, he's like hit like Margot's is, like well even later he sm- says like I was just saying what you wanted me to say yeah, that exactly. smug ass face after the interview when he was in the car with Tyler Perry yeah <laughs> oh yeah that was hilarious his cast Perry plays Perry. into what the is, whole story dude like, <laughs> what yeah. is except yeah. this is one thing sorry yeah. you brought up Tyler Perry I just gotta yeah. bring this up what is with the um, there's no less than three comedic actors in this movie like straight up comedy actors <laughs> the neighbor Noel she is. Oh, a straight up, I, I, she was on like the league. She's been in movies. That's where I recognize her she's, from. She's been You're in right. just comedy stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the Nancy, Wait, is that the Nancy uh, Grace character? The, the neighbor, the triplet yes. mom. Oh yeah, she was on SNL for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the wow, Nancy yeah. Grace character. She's a comedian. She's, she's, she's like comedian, a she's like right? a Burton yeah. favorite, right? Yeah. Like he puts her in stuff. Yeah. And then fucking Tyler Perry. It's like, yeah. why are they casting? I mean, comedy. Tyler actors? Perry as a comedian is a bit. He made, he made he made his fortune as a comedian, so you can't well, we'll that give, he did. That he did. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. I hey, feel Brent, like you love Tyler Perry movies, right? I, uh, you love yeah, Star Trek, I mean, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> you yeah. love the first Star Trek movie. <laughs> yeah, he. well, he's my favorite character in uh, Abrams' uh, Star Trek. He's oh. so good in it. He's my favorite Medea, I would say. <laughs> out yeah. of all the Medeas. I think out of all the Medeas. What if, what if Medea, <laughs> Medea was, was like, like a Bond esque franchise? They recast him oh, as like a. Oh, Edris Elba as the next Medea would be amazing. I know. You right? guys, <laughs> you guys, Edris Elba as the next Medea? Fucking amazing. No, it's gonna be like it's gonna be yeah. like an older white, actor yeah, white guy, like Medea. <laughs> they hire, they hire like a Colin oh, Firth. Oh, oh, they, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Steve Buscemi, dude. I can't even think his name. That'd be incredible. Who's Wolverine? 
oh, Hugh, Hugh Jack. They're just like That'd be they just too. follow the same lineage as Bond, and they're like Australian guy next, I guess. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I forgot yeah. he was almost Bond. He was really close to being Bond. was Hugh Jack. Yeah, that close? but but the the thing the thing I was just thinking the, of Lazenby because he was Australian. Yeah, that was the the fam- the broccoli family's thing. Is they were like he's Australian. We're not going to do an Australian. Yeah, yet. fuck that. Um, <laughs> but. What was I gonna say? But yeah, dude, all the all of the plot, the characters, they're all so trashy and shitty. And I just love that this movie, like this whole movie, I feel like is so it's a beautifully framed, beautifully directed movie, and yet it's like playing in the fucking mud. Like the whole movie is so morally like mm-hmm. nasty. Like, I'm trying to remember like, so mostly everybody, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Man. I'm trying to remember the name of this director, I can't remember it now. But Errol Morris. I just remembered. Oh, okay, he, yeah. the documentarian. Right? Yeah. He made a movie called Tabloid. Yeah, it mm. feel, it's so much like this movie. It's, it's mm. literally just it's a documentary about this lady whose entire life was just run by the tabloids, run by the media. Yeah. like they would make up stories, what? and then wow. it would like her life would become the story because mm. of mm. everyone around her believed it to be true. Right, right. And wow. it's just like it's insane that like. There's that much effect the media can have yeah. on people's that's, lives. That's what I wanted to talk a little bit about this movie. And this is gonna, and I hate to always use this fucking word. It's like I'm addicted to it. No, no. It's, uh, I think it's fair for this. Yeah, a postmodern. Sorry. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were all going to say it in unison. This <laughs> is a fun word to say. We I love how, how, how much it. they say cunt at the end of this movie, honestly. I was really they surprised. Do. They do. They do drop a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Didn't he just say, you fucking bitch? I love that line <laughs> when she shows up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, that's, oh, my God. So we're going to yeah. Yeah, break all but, that shit down. But anyways, yeah. yeah uh, a postmodern uh, mystery, murder mystery movie. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need to have the context of like stories to kind of understand like what, what's going on here because you know you have like the media weaving a story and then you have the 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 uh, background of the truth that's happening and or, how or they the interact truth as the audience perceives, perceives it, to it. Be. yeah and yeah. then the actual yeah. truth so there's mm-hmm. like three or four stories going mm-hmm. on at once yeah. yeah amy's truth nick's truth mm-hmm. the media's idea of truth mm-hmm. yeah. and then what will actually play to the media that the mm-hmm. like uh what the mm-hmm. uh, defense lawyers e- yeah, and even the, the other even people the, are uh, trying to yeah. manipulate even the cop the detectives like partner. and then her own story yeah, yeah. Because like no, well, the, the cop was like the guy. I forgot his name, but he was like, "Let's just arrest him. He's oh, obviously a scumbag." Famous. Yeah, Mister Almost Famous. Is that yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, he is the kid. Yeah, yeah. And I say, "Oh, well, real quick, yeah. uh, another." <laughs> so Almost Famous was that cop. The other cop, the one who finds clue number one, mm. he is. Uh, he plays this character named Minkus in Boy Meets World. <laughs> he looks he's so oh, familiar. The little, you know what you yeah. recognize him from? Zodiac. He's the first guy who gets oh. killed in Zodiac. Oh, is he? Yeah. So, yeah. He, so in, in Boy Meets World, he's the nerdy friend of them in the first like three seasons. Like He's a That's child right. actor in that movie, like, or in the show. <laughs> like He is like a like, ten, nine-year-old, a ten-year-old in that yeah. show. And seeing him in this, I was like, he still looks like a ten. Well, he still he has a weird <laughs> face. That's why he has a he's, very awkward. He face. looks like a little boy in a cop he uniform. Does. Like he's so tiny, <laughs> he's, and he's like I we didn't find any clues. I totally so. think that's why they cast him though, because yeah. they because they were like he looks more like a real cop. Like mm. real cops are scrawny dudes. Sure, yeah, mm. a lot of just the time wear a lot sure. of shit. Yeah, they look like mall mm. cops just with a. Gun. Oh, so the uh, yeah. the scene where Emily, yeah, where uh, what's her name? Emily Radishkinowski, yeah. I think, or something yeah. like that. 
a she, like super I didn't hot even girl. know oh, she was so yeah, hot. I didn't even know she was a model. Or, but she yeah. was uh, famously she got famous because of that blurred lines video that um that was it, oh. uh, Robert, Robin Thick Robin Thick did. Yeah, did he oh, do her? He was as just well. naked in it. She was just yeah. naked the entire fucking video. Yeah. Jeez. So I want to say one thing about yeah. this scene though. Um uh they totally stole this idea of super hot girl having an affair that has amazing boobs that then they just show from True Detective. <laughs> and I will say why. Alexander Daddario. Because True Detective came out in January 2014. And this movie came no out in way. September that 2014. Yeah. So Alexander Daddario's scene that was literally exactly like this where she's mm. sitting in his lap and yeah. shows her giant awesome titties. <laughs> like... <laughs> Is the same thing as, wow. as Emily Ratajkowski's thing, where she sits in his lap, shows her giant awesome titties. I was like, yeah. this just feels like True Detective right now to me. <laughs> did, did, did you like? Does. Did you look over to your wife and just like? I definitely was <laughs> waiting for her to go. Man, that girl has perfect boobs, but she never said anything because I knew that she wanted me to. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're very puffy. I will say that the nipples they're are insanely puffy. puffy. Very puffy yeah. boobs. Um, but, but she's yeah, Israeli, yeah. man. But, what are you Zionistic? Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> or anti-Zionistic? Really? Wow, I, really I don't know which not... way to go. <laughs> which way? Which, which means what? I don't know which side is which. Oh, um, there was. There was. We just yeah. saw her boob. So um, what's yeah, great about this one, scene is that. Like prior to it, the he gets a text message, and you're almost thinking that it might be Amy because it's from a number. It's oh, yeah. not from yeah. like it doesn't say like a person's name. It's like, just from oh, a random is that number. about is that about Amy? Like is is a is or a kidnapper? The, and could the, be the doing text it? says, "I'm yeah. outside." Yeah, and so he goes outside. And he's like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck?" Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's such a great Dude, like little like it, uh, this movie book whatever. Like it plays with information. And like the slow reveal of the quote unquote truth. So what? Oh, oh God! It just yeah. We're watching the the loveless sex scene jumps to this. between uh, Amy oh because her diary. Uh, oh my God! This is this is the false yeah. narrative scene. That's right. That's what I love yeah, about yeah, this yeah. movie is that they actually. This is what made me feel like it was like an Errol Morris documentary because it's almost like you're doing recreations from nothing. Mm. You know, because yeah, that yeah. Th- those scenes that we're seeing where he like pushes her Are and fake. fucks her, they're all yeah. fake. Like it never happened in real life. And I fucking uh, love that. That always yeah. made like, that's what I was so excited for Hannah to like realize that like, that's all fake. Yeah. And, right. And I don't know if she actually, like, I don't know if she got it immediately because I was waiting for her to have that jump out of her seat moment. But yeah. yeah. No, I never caught that, really, honestly, myself. Oh, Oh, yeah. That it was, yeah, dude. That these were all fake. That these were all, like, like, a lot of these. Because, like, there's only a couple lines of dialogue that kind of reveal that. Well, because I remember Ben Affleck said I'd never pushed her. But I was like, wait, what? We saw it. But I saw it. Yeah. But it was. But it's all from her the perspective of movie the diary. Is an unreliable narrator. Exactly, Man, the movie is playing yeah. you. It's exactly. like it's it, which plays in your postmodern thing. It's like mm. which, the the movie itself, the framing device for this story mm. is lying to you. I mean, it's it's like, it's it's. it's uh, it's Fincher. Like, it's his thing. Like, he and does he, a lot He does of that. that a lot, yeah. He does that yeah. a lot where he plays with how you think the story is mm. being told. And then you're like, yeah. holy shit, this story is actually what, being told in a totally different way. To yeah. add to that, that's even more on the nose, is when Amy is at uh, Neil Patrick Harris's house and she <sighs> pretends like she's being beaten on mm-hmm. the camera. Like, literally yeah. on the security camera. That is... Screaming. I, yeah. yeah. I literally, like... Yeah. Uh, so when that happened, I it clicked in my head like, oh, I remember how this movie ends, and I like smiled and went, 
<laughs> like, and it's just the most horrific, like, see, like, like shot in it's the like, entire oh, that'll movie. That'll make sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I promise that'll make I was like, sense. Ha, look at that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, near the end, it um, kind of starts like show gives you get, like it starts giving you glimpses into things that are going to have payoffs yes. in like five ten minutes. Uh, but I mean, like, I, I guess in the okay, so this mall shit was definitely stretched out in the book too. This mall shit kind of came out of nowhere in the movie. That that makes sense. Yeah, yeah kind of the, out left field for there, sure. There's, yeah, I mean, but there's there's lines at the beginning where like Ben Affleck says like I feel like I'm in Fallout Four. What like in this scene? <laughs> like yeah. I'm going through like the vampire oh, well, stage in that like mall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, the way that the book played with information is the whole first half. You, it, it's pretty insane how like you'll be. I was reading it and I was like, man, I kind of think he was involved, but. I'm not really sure because this mall is also in like, like the mall was a really big thing. And then it kind of plays mm. up the fact that there's a lot of sketchy people hanging around and like in the mall. And it even focuses on some of the actual individuals in the mall. Um, oh, okay. And so, and so, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that the movie kind of has to like start, you know, well, I, I down. guess it's a good like framing mm. device to go along with our through line of, unreliable narration like here's a red hair herring to kind of like you know throw off the audience a bit yeah that that scene like where they're interviewing the guy like the one-off guy like you probably said like or you said like they probably go into his story a little bit more yeah yeah felt very like I don't know, like uh, Blade or something like that, where like they're just like, oh, we're going to get some information from some fucking random vampire in the <laughs> fucking underground. And then it's yeah, just yeah. one scene of them doing that. And then just like back to the regular plot of the movie. Yeah. And yeah. All, all it's, yeah, all it's meant to do in like movie wise is just to be like, yeah, she like she came here to buy a gun. And then like the, yeah, the the book kind of like slowly unravels that like, Oh wow! Okay, she was scared of him. He like shoved her. Oh, she's getting a gun, and it's like it builds all these things up to be like. And something that I think the book maybe did a little better is that like near the, like right up until the middle of the book, you're like, "Fuck, he did it! I think he did it!" And then it's like, "Bam! I love being dead." And you're like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And she's alive, and you're like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" Um, but even even still, I think the reveal works really well in the the movie, even though you start to catch on. Uh, with like the shed, like the shed is kind of a big clue that like, whoa, what is all this? Like you find out about the shed before she even is revealed. Do you mean the woodshed that she, uh, that he like put his life in? I forgot that like when he's on that interview and he's like, I put a lot of my soul into a woodshed or some shit like that. And he like looks at the camera and then she's (laughs) like, like, (laughs) motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, She's like onto his shit. Yeah. yeah. Like we said, that's one of the best scenes. We'll talk about that. I mean, we can talk about it right now. That's that scene. Yeah. Yeah. That scene when he, when she's watching his interview, it's so it's Neil Patrick Harris. Like it is so good. Well, like to, to set it up, it was just so interesting how like it was, I don't know if it was like this in the book, but you know, it's first set up to where, like he's fucked because like uh, what what's her name? Um, uh, blurred lines girl yeah, yeah. comes out oh, as yeah, a yeah. as a uh, oh yeah. What's her, name? Dude. her name was and, Abby and like too. Her, like, yeah, Abby. So uh, it was like it was like Abby or Annie or something. Like it was so close. It's to close. Yeah, Amy. it's close to. And like, then she's like, wearing this like buttoned up like yeah, like a Mormon. Shirt. Yeah. I love. She's like yeah. Amy. She looks like a out. fucking Mennonite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> great. so much. But yeah, that scene like her reactions. 
and I love that she's just downing ice cream mm-hmm. the entire time while that scene. It's going like on. custard or something, right? Yeah, like, she like so takes like Neil Patrick. A whole section of this is going to be Neil Patrick Harris. We'll put a pin in that. Neil yeah. Patrick Harris, like that <laughs> scene is so good too because it yeah. starts revealing his little character bits where he like she rubbed so off on him weird, yeah. about how now he's super controlling. He literally like grabs the custard out of her hand mm-hmm. and is like, "You're done eating. Like yeah. you're getting too fat." No, now. his line where he says, "I'm not going to force myself onto." Oh, God. Oh, dude. oh, he's so dude. fucking yeah, he's so, so creepy. So yeah. Okay, yeah. so when he first appeared, I already told Hannah, I was like, you know, you know, we all know Neil Patrick Harris is gay. Like he, he's an openly gay man. Yeah, yeah. Um, when he I was like cute little Halloween family photos that yeah, are like really very adorable. adorable. Yeah, he, he has that whole like mom's uh, what is it called like uh, Mother's Day like ads that are going on right now with him and his kids and oh, stuff. Really? And then it's like yeah, that. it's really adorable. Whatever. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. it's like. When I watch, uh, when I watched, it's problematic to watch How I Met Your Mother now. But when I used to watch How I Met Your Mother, <laughs> yeah. he, he came off as a straight man. Like, he was really good at, like, Dude, being, yeah. like acting yeah, and being, absolutely. like, a straight guy. In this movie, I was like, he's doing something different that we're, like, I don't, because like, he, like, like, when he, like, that whole line where he's, like, I don't want to force myself on you. Mm. Before that, he never kissed her on the mouth. He would always do these weird little pecks, like, to her cheek yeah. or to her forehead. And it felt really, like... This guy's this character's in the closet, or this character is like, dude. Okay, just so very strange. Stuff, like something fucked up his sexuality. Yeah, that mm. that stuff. That's so he has a an expanded story in in the book that it dives into. His mom is fucking crazy, and so his mom loved Amy too. Mm. Um, and so she really. So basically, he's one of those like rich rich entitled kids that like whose mom really fucked them up psychologically and like sexually like that's that's like what he's fully tapped into i feel like oh like like she like molested him no not i I didn't mean to infer that no No, but it's like 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 like, just uh, in terms of like really you need to be with this type of girl and it's like amy's Uh, the perfect type of girl uh, and all this stuff Mm -hmm. um like how your parents were absolutely Mm -hmm. you need to marry a girl named amy or else we're never going to talk to you again um She's better like not they gone, did baby say to me you. <laughs> <laughs> um so it, it feels like he's tapped into that even though in the in the movie it's not really textual you yeah know? um but, but yeah, yeah totally he's so right weird. it does feel like he's tapped into something yeah that's that's not in that's not like brought up in the movie he just he just he does such a good job he he like his character appears to me like a sort of white knight Fuck boy. Yes. Who absolutely, yeah. Feels like he's entitled to women because he's nice. Yes. Type man. He definitely he he feels like this like alpha beta thing. Oh yeah. Who thinks he's an alpha. Exactly. Like the one who's like, I am like I love the He's an incel. Yeah, he's 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 a fucking incel. He's like he's like I deserve this. A rich ass. Like women aren't having sex with me, but look how rich I am. (laughs) Look how successful I am. Yeah. I deserve it. What the fuck? I love the whole alpha beta theory because as soon as you believe that you're like automatically a beta technically <laughs> right because like you yeah you choose to believe and, and this alpha insane. is just gonna be like oh, who yeah. cares i'm just me yeah and like, and alpha <laughs> wouldn't even care about the yeah. the theory itself well and know? it's it's that stuff yeah. it's like neil patrick harris's character and like like the nuance of nick that i feel mm. like is telling that a that a woman wrote this story mm. yes and and also kind of the it, it feels like um she's tapped into kind of the fetishization that people have of 
these types of stories yes. that like mm-hmm. the do you guys remember Scott Peterson story about how his wife disappeared? It was a big thing where we was lived it like in very California. recent? Oh no, no. it was it, it was um in California probably like. I don't know, I guess 15 years ago now, Jesus. But um, it was it was very near where we lived in California. And this uh, guy's pregnant wife, she was like nine months pregnant. Is this the fucking movie based on? <laughs> Dude, well, it's crazy. The parallels are, are mm. all there. And um, she was missing and, and everybody was kind of like the exact same shit that happens to Nick Dunn in this movie. And then she was literally, she was found in a lake dead. And like their baby, obviously dead too. And um, that'd been amazing. If and it was then alive. he, huh? That'd be amazing if that baby was alive. Well, yeah, I guess it'd be like a it survived. Well, it was swimming. It learned yeah. how to swim and it adapted at gills. And oh, Jesus, uh, it's dark. Um, but yeah, and then uh, and then it turned on him. And he was like sitting there. He did like press. I remember as a kid watching like him do like interviews where he was like, "I did. I had nothing to do with this." And then it turned on him, and he fucking did it. Oh, and nice. so like yeah, and then he's in fucking he did prison. do it. He did do it. Yeah, he killed his wife and unborn mm. son. Like it's wow. it's crazy. So it's like I I do feel like that story specifically maybe peril like was influenced for this book. You know, mm. since the book came out a lot after that. Yeah, but. definitely. I do remember uh, Hannah did point out that she was like, this whole movie feels like it's just a don't believe women movie. <laughs> <laughs> because of like uh-huh. apparently they're horrible people and they always are conniving <laughs> like making up things to fuck over their husbands and their like lovers but i don't know it's like you, you, <laughs> i was like yeah. i guess you could say it like but that. you look <laughs> at but you look at the uh detective 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 you talking bony yeah bony she's fantastic yeah. like yeah. i think she she's always she's looking cool for the truth yeah and she's always yeah. honest about yeah, she like was really what. Good. Um, Leave it to Fincher to yeah. to portray the detectives, right? Absolutely, right. He loves them exactly. There's a whole bit on our season. <laughs> he wishes David. that he was oh, a detective, we love those right? Detectives, dude. He yeah, he loves yeah, he detectives. He loves obviously. the like, detectives. I mean, that's basically like. So when I first got into filmmaking, my before I went into filmmaking, I was like, I want to be a detective. Like literally, that's what I I was yeah, studying sure. criminal justice because the stories cool are too. so cool. Yeah. But yeah. then it's like, oh, I don't want to actually find dead bodies yes, and, that was and my do thing that too, yeah. i'm like i'd rather just tell these stories yeah because yeah. i was always like i i thought about that for a while too i was like man i feel like i'd be a good detective you ever see like, uh paprika it, yeah remember that character in it and he's like uh he wanted to be a filmmaker but ended up being a uh, d- yes. detective in what uh paprika uh oh, it's yeah, a satoshi Kon anime it's very good. Oh, boy, he made um, Perfect Blue, right? <laughs> yeah, he made Perfect yeah, Blue. Yeah. He made Perfect Blue, Paranoia Agent. Yeah. Uh, was it Perfect like, Blue is one of the best. Fantastic. M- it's, it's one of the it's, best movies ever made. Yeah, it's really It's great. about the splitting of an identity of a pop star. Yeah. And like she, cool. her, she just goes fucking insane. It's and actually it's, a really great feminist. It's super dark. Film. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Damn. But um, yeah. Interesting. He... So talking about so that's actually funny. Yeah. You brought up Satoshi Kone. Mm. One of the first times I was ever really uh, like forced to focus on Fincher's like how he's so good at telling the stories and stuff was through mm. this series. 
that I think I've brought up even on y'all's podcast before called mm-hmm. Every Frame of Painting. It's Ooh, on YouTube uh, yeah, and it's yeah. on... Uh, I think we may have brought that up this season of once or yeah, once. Yeah, probably. Because he does a really great Fincher episode where yeah. he talks about how Fincher's camera move. He also yeah, does a really great episode. we reference that a lot. Yeah. And he does a really yeah. great episode about how Satoshi Kon is an amazing editor. Like how his mm. editing is just... He edits charts. the uh, films himself? No, he doesn't edit the films because he's, it's, it's the weird way he melds animation uh, with the editing. So there's even like a cut like in one of Satoshi's uh, movies where mm. like the... F- so a, a character... Uh, like uh, was it rollerblades into frame mm. and then the cutout on the person's t-shirt becomes the actual movie that you watch mm. like it then pushes oh, into the cool. t-shirt and then mm. that's the movie yeah and it's like what the fuck kind of fucking cut is that animation, like, like dude you the can only fucking, way you yeah. can do it yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah but that series if anyone's never seen that series ever from a painting probably yeah. one of the best series about mm. filmmaking and Absolutely, they do yeah. such a good how do you feel about one. patrick h willems I don't actually know who that is. Okay, good. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll just move on from he's, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got some great like video uh, essays too. His, he's like, kind of a contrarian though, and mm. that's what I—that's the only thing I don't like about him. That's we got to dive into that more because you and Zach. I don't know why you guys. Just I don't like hate him. him. I don't think he's. I just think he's literally. a contrarian. Send me some he of just, his. I, stuff. I agree with his Marvel. I want to look it up. Series. Well, like even he, though I love he, him. he just seems to like find what's popular and then says the opposite of mm. that. He, I mean, he, he does it with Marvel. He did it with Michael. Because everyone's like, oh, Michael Bay sucks. He's like, let me tell you why Michael Bay's good. Oh. Like, he's I, always doing, like, a I, contrarian perspective it's on It's really things. funny, actually, is that that yeah. Every Frame of Painting guy, I think, did yeah. a Michael Bay uh, episode. Mm. Just yeah. Like, on so. Bayham. But about yeah, how, Bayham. like, that yeah, is I a thing. I think I saw that. Like, just being, yeah. like, doing yeah. insane shit like that yeah. is its own kind of Artur yeah. move. Yeah, and also just to follow up, it doesn't mean that he's bad, Patrick H. Williams. I'm just saying he just he seemed that's his brand to see to be a contrarian. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying he's a fucking no. That even 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 (laughs) that I don't really see. We'll have to we'll have to talk about that more. I'm yeah. I mean, I I think yeah. I don't know. I think he he has uh, yeah interesting video essays. Um, But uh, I'm sorry to destroy your whole world. No. Yeah, I can't yeah. watch his stuff anymore. I can't. You ruined it. That's done. Mm, it's all good. Um, I'll be I'll be your your fucking sounding board for that shit. <laughs> I'll probably watch it and love it. <laughs> I, I, I honestly love all movie essays. I think they're great. Like mm. no matter what v- they're video about. Video essays are the best, dude. They're so I, good. Yeah, like, I, I wish there was more. I, I wish I, I could fucking sit down and actually do one. Honestly, yeah, they'd be fun. Yeah, to I've do. had so many I feel ideas, like my voice is and I just super haven't. Annoying. I haven't like just sat down and just did it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I want there to be more, like, movie history ones. I agree. Because the thing is, like, I, I always search for some, and I, I can never, like, find any. I'm on, and it's I, like, there's a film, it's literally, I think, called Film History Channel. Like, that's, it's on YouTube. It's pretty cool. I feel cool. like I searched that, and I couldn't find yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll try know, to maybe. find it. One okay. of the um, yeah. podcasts, podcast, yeah. uh, a super famous podcast, a lot of people already probably know about it. It's called Unspooled. Mm. It's uh, Paul Shear. The guy who does yeah. how did this get made? Yeah. But he dives into the top. Was it the American Film Institute's one hundred best yeah, movies? Yeah. And they mm. get a lot into the history of each movie as they talk about that's them. Cool. That's that's when I and literally have a bunch of episodes on my phone. Yeah. That I haven't like did, that's a really cool one. Yet. Especially like so the first half of the season, or at least what okay, up to right now, they were literally rolling a one hundred sided die that someone had like that's sent cool. them in the mail. And now they've decided instead, wow, yeah. yeah. And now they've decided instead to do movies. They just they're picking their own movies, and they're doing That's movies cool. that are more like 
have uh, social commentary kind of that ring true today. So, like, they just did Tootsie. Ooh. And okay. before that, they did, like, the, uh, what's it called? Um, the Treasure of the Sierra Madre, where people are all, like, I'm not, I want more money. You, you have my money. I'm going to kill you from your money. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, That's mm-hmm. what I've been meaning to watch for, like, a really long time. Yeah. The best thing about what, listening to them, and I'm like, I've never seen half these fucking movies. <laughs> and they're supposed to be the best fucking American. Right. There's a yeah, hundred yeah. of them. Yeah. I, Only, I've probably seen way more than a hundred movies in my life. And yeah. Like, I haven't seen of half of these movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I like Amy Nicholson a lot. I, I think that spun out of the canon. It did. Which the canon kind of got, you know, canceled. They stopped it, yeah. Know, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, she's actually really fun. And, and uh, just a, I don't know, quick, like, tangent about it. Yeah. She definitely comes out of her shell more when Paul Shear's there. Like, she, oh, that's cool. she comes yeah. in, she's way more, like, Paul open is, and just yeah, he funny. Like, brings and everybody out of their shell, she's I feel like. Um, but Gone Girl... That's what we're talking about. And I wanted to talk about, <laughs> dude, okay, so a scene that I'm, I'm trying to remember which Fincher scene it is similar to, but I feel like the scene where it reveals Amy is alive um, and that kind of, I guess, I guess the best way to talk about it is like, it, or it's, it's a montage pretty much, right? Like yeah. it's a montage of like, how what she, she did and how it's she like staged her death it's really like brilliantly directed yeah and it's giving you so much information and it, it really it, should be overwhelming and it feels very neo noir because you have the right. voiceover yeah. mm-hmm. even For though sure. everything's in fucking broad daylight that's like something that's so yeah. different you know everything's happening like in the middle of or not even the middle like at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. you know you have like bright lights coming through and stuff mm-hmm. yeah and then it, but it's like uh but then you have her voiceover that's very like reminiscent of like a noir a noir just, like, yeah this movie i guess definitely it. is more in uh yeah with with at least her stuff it kind of um, uh, uh i guess she is the femme fatale in a, oh she definitely is in yeah. a uh Interesting she's, way, yeah. Yeah, and it's and, and she's the most, or not the most, but like it's very interesting to reveal your femme fatale halfway through the movie mm-hmm. instead of at the yeah. end. Well, it's, it's Who's very dead, technically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. is very. Um, uh, I don't know. It's like it's like the, this movie has a very book. What do you even call it? Like book novel structure. Uh, like like movies aren't it doesn't have a formatted like this no it does not yeah. have like a simple was it a, a B C like like first act second act third act yeah that's mm-hmm. it had it yeah. has like a first uh, a second and then there's like the reveal <laughs> yeah and then yeah. like a third Technically and the then maybe and like then the third and the fourth act. are kind it's, of happening at the same time and then a fifth act yeah, yeah it's like it's end. like a five act like there there the are a Denouma lot of movies that are lasts five for acts. fucking ever like there's never <laughs> really a denouement yeah. but then all of a sudden yeah. it's like I don't, I don't know if i love how long that is it's like, like 12 minutes long yeah. it's fucking insane <laughs> yeah. i was literally like about to go get yeah, stuff yeah i kind of don't like that that like, I, had, yeah. I had a friend yeah. I, I was i was going to go like drop something off at a friend's house yeah and 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 he was like hey i'm at my home if you want to come drop it off and i was like oh, okay uh, okay the, they just amy just got <laughs> home I probably have it's, some it's time. Almost, it's almost And there. then I was like, 15 minutes later, I was like, okay, now I'm on my way. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, 15 yeah, minutes after long. she shows up back at the house. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It, yeah, it definitely goes on a little bit. But 
Uh, but I love how badass Amy is when she's... Uh, she's amazing. When she, yeah, yeah, she is amazing. Do you love... Yeah, I, it's just amazing. I just love how Amy. she's like not giving a shit anymore and just like eating cheeseburgers and just fucking... So she's trying yeah. to gain weight to not look like yeah. herself. Yeah. That's ah, the whole thing. So that's why okay. she's eating junk food okay. like crazy. That, it really dives into that in the book where she's yeah. like, mm. I'm fu- I'm... I've already put on ten. That's pounds why she hits her garbage face. food. Mm. I don't yeah. wear makeup. I I've cut my hair. She wants to have like, puff cheeks. Yeah, she mm. looks totally different than she looks in the like in these scenes mm. where they're doing the flashback. Bef- when she's yeah, <laughs> I love that when she's like befriend an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> that made me laugh so fucking much, dude. Yeah, like it's and that's yeah. kind of that's kind of the twist is like you don't you don't I feel like you don't this movie plays with your expectations in a pretty brilliant way. Cause you don't expect her to be like a you know fucking what? mastermind. Like, yeah. And then when it reveals that and like everything she's done, it's like, Holy shit. This chick is brilliant. I just like, remember it. So yeah, this is why Hannah was not surprised. Cause she was like, Oh yeah. I remember hearing something about that. Literally. She said oh. that like <laughs> when it was revealed that she was still alive. Yeah. And I think also she picked up on it immediately when the idiot Noel character was like uh, at, was was talking about oh. something, and then like Ben Affleck was like, "I never fucking heard of that person. I don't know who that person is. You know, she's not my she's not my wife's best friend. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I don't that's know that. I don't know that's talking it about. Plants little red flags exactly for sure. Exactly, like, and I think she picked up friend. on that. And I think yeah. like yeah, because I was like the second yeah, the second they reveal that like this was her first stage of the plan was befriending that person. It's like oh yeah, uh, yeah that's so fucking obvious now. <laughs> yeah, I I just think like. I love how dumb a, that a bad is. director doing this three or four minute montage would totally fucking botch it. No, no, and no, it's no, like yeah. it's like wait, I don't get. Wait, hold on. Like, why? Why did she? Like, how did she do that? Did, you didn't sell me on like how she did it, but like in this three or four minutes, you just totally buy like how she is able to do this. Like she's smart yeah. enough, exactly. Like she, and she her resentment, is capable. Yeah, yeah. Her resentment runs I so love, fucking deep. I love the little things she does because, like, so did you ever watch Six Feet Under? No, no. So there's a character in the first season of Six Feet Under who's literally a sociopath whose parents wrote a book about her. And she kind of uses a little of her sociopathy to kind of control her boyfriend. But it's nothing as insane as this. Oh, but okay, I definitely okay. was like, yeah, it really reminds me it of that It definitely character. has remnants of that for sure. But, um, yeah. but yeah, like it's this whole thing of like how planned out everything is. That's what really made me re- think of that other character. Because it's just like, and that other character's name is Brenda, if anyone. I remember <laughs> Anyone on the in the audience is thinking there's, like, there's some guy screaming at it going Fucking Brenda, Brenda. <laughs> but um, yeah, like she mm. was just as crazy as this, where she would just be so methodical about planning everything mm. out, and yeah. like the methodicalness is, is is even if that's how that word is supposed to be said. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> like, I think so. absolutely. Man. I just love that, and then I love to the point where she, it feels like she, uh, at the near the end where it feels like a. Her methodicalness was she watched movies and figured this out because even yeah, the read detective a bunch of, was like, yeah. why yeah, didn't they dude. burn the whole diary? And like she mm. had those little questions yeah. of like, why didn't they? Why didn't? Well, like, that doesn't happen in real life. Like yeah, that happens mm. in movies. Well, going like yeah, that. going to your your mm-hmm. like postmodern take is like. It, yeah, it's like That's it shows her in the montage point. of like reading true crime books. Like, yeah. like this is how all this stuff like plays out. This is the mistakes that people mm. make. It's like she is like a postmodern fucking like yeah. exactly. criminal. He, I don't even you know, know what to call her. Yeah. Like, 
I didn't revenge get revenge artist. Or I didn't get to watch it. I really wanted to. It came out last year. It was uh, oh, American it? Animals. No, I haven't seen that. I think and, American Animals is good. Yeah. And uh, did you watch it? Mm-hmm. Is it based on the Australian show Animals? No, like no, the, well, there's an Australian that Australian like uh, it was a crime drama. No, about, like, no, it's based, it's based on a true, true story. story. Okay, it fuses uh, the like the it's it's really interesting the way it tells. It's that like story. a mm. it's like a uh, half documentary, half like fictional Ooh, account of the. I like those. It's like it's thing. it has. Like what are they had the real people who were involved yeah. as like actors, yeah, like in talking it. in between yeah. the scenes, but it's like essentially doing reenactments, but the reenactments are like a Hollywood movie with like all famous yeah, right. actors, you know, that's awesome. And but it's, it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So the reason why I brought them up because what I heard was that they had used like reservoir dogs and movies to like commit the heist that they were doing mm-hmm. like to steal a book. And like, that was their only like point of reference on how to do heist was like, Oh wow. Using pop culture as a, a means to commit For, the crime. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it happened in real life, which is, you know, fascinating. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that story, that story's nuts. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, she she definitely does a similar thing. And, I'm from uh, Norland. I'm from Norland. Oh yeah, we're about to get to that part. Yeah, yeah. She. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this part's longer in the book. They oh definitely God, have more of a. Well, this like, part's her pretty hanging out fucking and, long in the movie too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. definitely I, one of those I scenes think, where I, I was like, neat. we don't need all of this adventure. <laughs> I guess so. like yeah. he, well, he he's he's definitely one of these guys that mm. overwhelms you with information. Sometimes mm. I think it's part of his thing where he wants to kind of throw you off. So he like overwhelms you with it. Yeah. And then like, he'll, there'll be a little bit of like real truth sprinkled in there. But I think the only reason like, oh God. that this was so drawn out, I guess is because like you were saying how meticulous, like yeah, Amy was, but there's still unknown variables that she has to deal with. And the unknown variables are our favorite redneck couple. I love <laughs> yeah. this scene so much. Because yeah. I, which what's the? I'm not well, not that. Well, I guess yeah. It's the scene where Amy gets fucking her come up and for the first time. Because yeah. I'm not a fan yeah, of Amy. Yeah. I'm just like this We're, bitch. Yeah. Like she's just a bitch. Whatever. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and then I love when that that girl slams her head against the wall. It's like you've never been hit in your fucking in life. life. Yeah. Slams her head and she screams, <laughs> freaking out. Like yeah. I thought mm. I was like finally this fucking like pretty little <laughs> bitch is getting what she deserves. Okay, I'm glad you're bringing up the, the whole like you're not on her side. Adam is like this movie. Mm. Is like a fucking trashy Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. Like it, it reminds me of Phantom Thread in so mm-hmm. many ways. Whereas that movie is nuanced and quiet um, about like relationships and stuff. And there's like minor little explosions between the two of them and stuff. But this movie is just so nasty and dirty about mm-hmm. that shit, and I love it. It's like a I don't know. It's like a um, I don't know. I, I I guess I side more. I don't know where I stand, man. I guess maybe I'm between the, you guys. The like, reason why... Oh, yeah. He's a piece of shit, but also she's terrible. nuts and, yeah. like, insane. But, like, he the, didn't thing kill is, a person I, the thing is, like, yeah. I respect Amy. I respect her because... For her craft and... For, for, her, for her intelligence and yeah, her yeah. drive okay. and motivation. <laughs> and the fact that she threw away her life for this fucking asshole... And he doesn't give a shit about anything. It's almost like, you know what? Yeah, do your fucking insane crime, Amy. Because <laughs> this guy yeah. doesn't 
never thought about your own well-being at all. I think never did. The, the, and the, the only problem I would give the only the only detriment I would give to Amy is that she didn't properly communicate her pain to him, and that's it. That's the only thing. Like I don't think it could have had any pain ever. Yeah. Oh no, she she's a fucking bitch. Like I mean, she she had to. She, if she could find a way to communicate, like how I mean, it every honestly, like any relationship solved by communication, right? But like she never could communicate because oh, what did she do to the to one guy that she dated? Oh yeah, he raped me. Oh yeah, and God yeah, plan that out. You well, know, dude. I mean? Yeah, it's like I I think what this what this why this movie. I think connected with mm. so many people like it did really good at the box office and why the mm. book was such a big hit is I think it taps into and like tapped into a I don't even know like a primal mm. fucking thing that's within you when you're like in a relationship with somebody because this movie is like what if all of that resentment that like everybody at the end of the day has some of like in yeah. a relationship, you know, at the end of the day, you're always going to have some, some of that there. What if all of that built up into this monster and like destroyed both of your lives? And you had the cunning of like a yeah. fucking like villain. <laughs> and one you of know? you is, yeah, like yeah. a fucking bond villain. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's funny. It, it's <laughs> funny but, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like a, a super villain, which mm-hmm. she basically is in this. Um, well, yeah. I just, I just felt bad for her cause she's like this, very intelligent woman who just like who has to who just threw away her life you know and all that skill that she has and then it had to be you know funneled through this like insanity crime Mm -hmm. and i liked her line what she said it's like he murdered like i forgot how it went but she's like he committed murder he's the one who killed me by taking like everything away from me you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he is a total piece of shit. And like, she's known that he's been cheating on her for like a year and he's just like, that's all under the surface. And like, and how he, he, there's a, where she had a prenup, right? And so like, she owns the bar technically. Exactly. He's just a fucking mooch. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and he cheats on her. And it's just like, what the fuck? Fuck this guy. Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad they put so many yeah. of those yeah. flashbacks in in the yeah. movie cuz there's there's definitely a lot in the book where of just mm. like their life before and the build up of like <laughs> this guy's so great yeah. and then slowly yeah. revealing mm. that like he's kind of just like a shitty guy who's like mm. kind of taking advantage of her and he doesn't he stops caring about her mm. and and well, he stuff like uses that. her for sex and I yeah. mean that's a that's part of the false narrative. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, but I also I that's the one thing that like yeah. in this movie that I think that a lot of people like don't remember or don't realize yeah, I, is I that there was the false that. narrative. You know, a lot of people want to paint yeah. Ben Affleck in that light. I think well, he, then we don't, <laughs> and even in the book too, we <laughs> don't really get the way their marriage was before she disappears, exactly. which exactly. is fascinating. Like you really kind of only get yeah, like her you side. Can just, you get kind his, of, yeah, you and you just get his side from when he's just trying to like protect himself like yeah, yeah. oh no no no! i, I didn't do that I, yeah. she she didn't want kids that whole thing like mm. you never really get what their life was like yeah. before was this not made for best screenplay i think I it was like, okay yeah i think it was Because for screenplay i did not win i don't makes, think but, yeah because yeah, like yeah dude the writing in this movie is really really well done like um it really is yeah. yeah, the intricacy of like some of the dialogue and stuff, the plotting. And- uh, one one thing I don't understand. So Amy's supposed to be so smart. Why does she go mini golfing with these fucking hillbillies? Like, 
Yeah. Why does I mean, she <laughs> why does she introduce herself into their lives? Because then that is just going to I think that cause problems. Yeah. Like she happened, should she should have gone to a cabin in the woods and been alone for fucking. Well, I think like what happened was that she her plan is totally off off the books now. Like she, remember how like you show the calendar? How she kept pushing back like kill self. Like that was something that I totally yeah. forgot about yeah. when yeah. I watched it the second That's time. That's a bigger that, thing like, in the books. Like suicide was a part of the to plan. To kill herself for yeah. a while in the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That suicide was originally and, part yeah. of the plan. That blew and, my mind. And also she the the movie doesn't really say how far away she is but she's like states away she's like very very far away oh, okay from, yeah like she's super duper far away so i, I think that's why she's like okay pretty confident in yeah in interacting with people especially when she looks so different and she's like it's like a clark kent scenario where it's like they're not gonna think i'm this like beautiful Bruce like missing scenario no clark like, kent. A, like a batman <laughs> you know yeah ben affleck Ben Affleck. Oh, he's, oh, uh, oh, he's uh, Batman. All right, all right. <laughs> I totally yeah, forgot was, that he was. Uh, Batman. Yeah, there's yeah, this yeah. one line I gotta bring it up where uh, <laughs> where he 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 just kept yelling "Trust me" to people. He goes "Trust me, trust me, trust me," and then we go "Trust me, I'm Batman." <laughs> you gotta trust me Batman <laughs> he needs to get back to doing shit like this man I'm, I'm glad he's not Batman anymore you mean being uh, a douchebag oh god <laughs> no he's, he's really good in this he's really good that in... he fucking fits as man yeah. like he's perfect as guys like this mm. or uh he doesn't make any sense Netflix of Batman movie? Triple yeah. Frontier he's good in oh Triple I have Frontier. not seen that movie yet he's really good but I, I, it's in my list yeah cause he he plays into like the sad like lonely older dad in that movie like he which he is kind of in real life unfortunately like he's like in that have you seen that great picture of him vaping and his car looking terribly depressed yeah dude oh my god it's a bummer man i i don't know i just want i just want to be which picture of him in his car vaping looking terribly depressed there's a a (laughs) there's the one on the ride there's a whole buzzfeed gallery <laughs> Top twenty-five pictures of Ben Affleck vaping that you vaping haven't seen before. Sad. Number twelve <laughs> will blow your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I do think Tyler. So, I, what I was going to say earlier is, I think Tyler Perry's casting is like playing into his like, preconceived notions of who he is. Yeah, I, th- I think it's playing into kind of the fact that the the movie itself is kind of trashy. The the actor is kind of in trashy movies. Man, that's kind of mean spirited. I, I guess, I guess, but like he's he's great in the movie, and the thing is, like yeah. he plays the role well. That's like um, if if I were to say that Ben Affleck's Chubb it was on purpose to convey that he's confused about. Amy, like she's attractive, but well, I would say also... that's a good take. It's because he's been sitting <laughs> on the couch really playing video take. games this yeah. entire time, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> huh? It's because he's been sitting on the couch playing mm-hmm. video games. Like, yeah. <laughs> they do that right. shot of him just like chilling, playing. playing I Call love Call that Duty. scene. It's so fucking funny. It to is me. so ridiculous. To see ben Affleck playing Call of Duty. That's the scene that she gets him to sign the fucking uh, life insurance, right? No, when no. He's she, just, she just hands him a beer on, on that scene. Hands him a beer, oh, okay, and okay. then he and then just gives him this yeah. papers, and he's just watching TMZ or something, probably. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. some media. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they have that whole narrative about like how they watch like reality TV marathons oh, that's so true. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that last scene we just saw where uh, Tyler Perry's character Tanner, like intru- Tanner keeps keeps yeah. talking about. Uh, his, well, yeah, and his character's name plays into the whole his hundred thousand anyway, we'll dollar retainer. 
Yeah. yeah. And keeps talking about that. Uh, Hannah made the funniest joke. She was like, no, I really have a $100,000 retainer. Here, I'll show you. Now take it out of my mouth. <laughs> like, look at it. It's made of gold. <laughs> and then later. Is it when, made of gold? Yeah, well, that's what I was just saying. Like, oh, like, oh, like, okay, okay. Look at my retainer. Like, damn. Yes. Yes. And then later, the, the, the sister's like, uh, or he goes, oh, he, he has a $100,000 retainer. He showed it to me. <laughs> like, <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. He showed it to me. Took it out of his mouth. <laughs> it's so expensive. <laughs> this retainer. Man, I, I forgot. I forgot. Fucking Scoop McNary is in this movie. I, I love trying Scoop, to remember man. his fucking Scoop, name. Man, you can't forget Scoop. I he's was the trying best. to remember his name the entire he's time. So good. He's like such a good character. What is he actor. in? He uh, he's in Halt and Catch Fire on AMC, dude. He's he's just like a guy. Who he's pops a character in. actor. Yeah, yeah. He's like just he, everywhere. He's in like Batman v Superman. He yeah. plays Jimmy Olsen who lost his legs and oh, like, okay. He like yeah. the bombs in his chair that blows up Congress or whatever. Like that's such a bit. He's he's been in a lot of good stuff too. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and a lot of Ben Affleck stuff. <laughs> I feel like he's been in Fincher stuff. Maybe not. No, probably he probably has. Probably right. Yeah, but he's yeah. just one of those guys, man. That's um, so funny. Oh, he's in Mindhunter. Yeah, he's definitely in Mindhunter. So Fincher kept him around, I guess. I was just like, I saw this scene and I was like, that guy. I know who that guy is. I cannot think of him. I did, I did not do the oh, diligence, true detective, diligence of looking him up. You know him from up. True Detective Season 3. He's the dad. Oh, yeah. He, the dad of the girls. He's fucking great. That's where I've seen him. Yeah. That's where I've seen yeah. him. He's like that, uh, yeah, the, the, the dad, dad of kids. I forgot he was in that. Still yeah. haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Season 3. I hear Season 3 is better than it's, Season 2. I've never seen season two. I, I haven't either. I probably. Yeah, I hear two's and, bad. Yeah. Nothing's going to top one, I don't think, because no, one's no a masterpiece, one but yeah. three's good. Yeah, yeah. He's he's great in it, too. Mm. Um, doesn't rape uh, anybody in that. Oh, good. Okay. Well, he didn't rape though, anybody in no, this. No, he did Yeah, I mean, he... Yeah. <laughs> Technic, technically, Type the courts yeah. fucking thought he did. And the court is truth. Exactly. But yeah, this movie really, uh, really got in right before... Right, right, in, right under the... The Me Too wire. The Me Too wire. Yeah, just really snuck in there. It really did. Yeah. That is definitely. If this was was to be released now, oh boy. Like, I feel like it would have caused a lot of outrage. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because the thing is. It's like, oh, women are clearly (laughs) terrible people. And this is how, like, uh, the media perceives women to be, like conniving bitches you know what i mean i think i don't know man because the thing is sharp objects yeah uh which she also wrote deals with a lot of similar themes and there was a lot of discussion around that show that was like interesting and like nuanced i I feel like this movie probably i don't know the the best way to break gender norms is to convey that both men and women are equally capable of doing terrible and good things right yeah that's just that's like how can you if you redefine you keep reinstating a stereotype by portraying a gender a certain way so if yeah. you were truly a feminist you'd be like yeah like people are just as bad well yeah. and i feel yeah Anybody i think i think gillian flynn is really fascinated with that yeah. because without spoiling anything like that that's kind of what sharp objects is about also is like dealing with like certain female characters that are fucking absolutely crazy in various ways. And like mm-hmm. it dives into that and the family dynamics and stuff like that. So she's really interested in like diving into that. And I was also going to say that like the timeliness of like, um, the whole true crime. Yeah. 
wave, I feel like started around or right after this did. movie, right? Because yeah. like, like the whole true crime thing is insane now. It's like it's crazy. podcasts for centuries, like true crime podcasts for centuries, true crime books, yeah, uh, fucking shows. Like everybody is like obsessed. with Well, your now. wife Amy, yep, yeah, is obsessed with true crime stuff. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Fauna, hold on. With some, some shit. Uh, so one yeah. of my, so talking about this, this true crime epidemic, one of my favorite things Ep- I've seen epidemic, recently. Like it's a plague or something. <laughs> the things I've seen recently <laughs> was, uh, yeah. it was just like a little comic book or a little like four cell comic. Yeah. And it was yeah. someone who was like, man, I can't go to sleep. The next cell's like, oh, let me look for something in my podcast. The third cell is like, it was a, it was a beautiful May morning. And the fourth cell is they're falling asleep nice and gingerly. And the, the text just says, uh, when they found her body. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude. oh, I go to sleep to this fucking horrible dude, true a- crime Amy, shit. Amy falls asleep to forensic files. And oh, it's like, no. that, that to me seemed weird. And then we had a kid and now it seems weirder. Because like, <laughs> I don't want to come anywhere near true crime shit anymore. Like, I... I, I like I have enough of an existential it's just, crisis every fucking day. It's all just like B and E, like murders and shit that you're yeah, like she's watching. Man. You're just yeah, like I don't want to, or, or just like shit. crazy, yeah, like crazy husbands or boyfriends that snap, mm. or like or like a weird guy at a bar who follows a chick home and kills her. It's like Why it's whatever it forensic files has going yeah. on. Mm. But she's yeah, dude, she's so fascinated with that shit. Mm, it's so funny. you know, Amy could probably pull off the amazing Amy thing if she wanted to. If she ever gets to a point where she resents me as much as uh, She's gonna go Rosamund Pike gone, does, yeah. Ben Affleck, I'm a fucking goner, gang. I'm done. You're a gone boy. Yeah. You're gone, I'm baby. Gone, gone, gone boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write gone boy. I mean, you're easy to hate. <laughs> yeah. No, I make it, I make it very easy. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to disappear. And mm. Is that what Gone Boy is? I yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gone Boy is just about <laughs> yeah. you disappearing, like not you really trying to fake your own murder yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, leave. no, that's what it is, is that she actually just mm. killed me, but she made it like the perfect crime. Mm. Fuck, I got to pitch this. Because the cops just showed up and just like, eh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. This piece of shit. Let me see a picture. Nah, yeah, no one's gonna he, remember yeah. this guy. I'm sure he, he likes yeah. pod. He podcasted. Pod, pod, nobody's pod, gonna remember this pod, guy for sure. That made me laugh. There was a, there's a moment in this movie when um the dad goes up. To, so they're at like uh was it like Amy's like book release or her birthday or something and yeah. they have these books about her. That whole dynamic is so weird. <laughs> and her her dad comes over and goes, "We need you to talk to a, a bunch of bloggers." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is yeah. such a weird term now. Yeah. It's like nowadays they would, if it was made now, they'd be like podcasters. Oh, absolutely. I know, yeah. yeah. There'd nope. be like Sarah Koenig would yeah, be there. Exactly. Like, this the, is going to be serial season The four, amount of uh, like topical like brands that get brought up in this fucking sh- movie is yeah. insane to me. Like they're like, when Neil Patrick Harris brings her to his, uh, what's it called? Like Lake House. He's like, oh, we got everything. We got the internet. We got Netflix. Netflix. We got Roku. Yeah. I was like, "What? Dude, like, fin- why are you name dropping?" Fincher these was places? calling his shot, dude. No, <laughs> no, he had already done. He had already started House of Cards, and mm. so he was like, "I'm gonna give a shout out to my boy Netflix. Set me up." It was so ridiculous. You know, on a on a more like uh, on a more um, f- uh, storytelling level, what was interesting about that? Yeah, was that. Um, you know, it was also con- you're driving home the theme of like the media, right? Mm-hmm. And how it's always surrounding us. God, and, yeah, so uh, true. Yeah, so true. And what was great that really drove it home because he says like satellite and yeah. stuff. And like what really drove it home was when they at the I think it was when the 
few ending shots in the film where it's like it's a wide of like their house and you see a satellite like on the 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 left side of the screen and it's just like it's just it's it's not even for that long but it's like a it takes up like a big part of the frame oh, and you're like wow. oh okay this is kind of cool of, of nick and Amy's no house? of the sat of a satellite dish like it's just like right there, oh. like on the on the left side of the frame. Yeah. Interesting. And it's like it's trying to con- driving that home of the yeah. the idea of the media taking over. Yeah. Know? Well, and then and then the surveillance at mm, a fucking Neil Patrick Harris's mm-hmm. house, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like they never go into. I don't her want you to worry. I'm mm. always watching, and it's like, like mm. <laughs> it's so cringy. I, when when he brought that up, I immediately thought that she was going to be like, "Oh shit, I got to delete all that footage of me like casually walking into the house Dude, and all that stuff." Yeah. They never bring she that up again it. yeah well she yeah i mean she yeah just the ending is kind of it's kind of that but yeah i mean like i get that the spinning but it's just like oh. it's still kind of wonky it is the ending is like all right fbi like they're not gonna just let that go like yeah. no way they're not well, gonna just they're do you n- mean do you mean oh like all of the footage like they just believed her. amy like right off the bat there was like oh yeah Oh, he, he women, so. man. Yeah, he believe yeah. victims, dude. Mm. That's, That's what this movie's that, that saying anti. Yeah. Uh, it's anti believe women. I, I, I feel <laughs> like yeah, I feel like the movie tried to wrap stuff up more than the book did. The, I think yeah. the book was more like yeah, the, it, it, it didn't even involve the FBI mm. shit. I, th- I think she got back, went home, and it ended soon after that. Yeah, the that, that's why the, the kind of Danny Ma the movie is mm. like I could do with less. I think of that's the that. biggest fault in this movie is yeah. like yeah. that that fair. whole idea of the just like believing her. Yeah, even though I do love the recontextualized like. I rub my hand on her head and I just want to fucking yeah. smash it or whatever. And it's like, yeah. ah, that's so good. Out. I, I love around. that too. When I, uh, for some reason today I got home mm-hmm. and I was like, I know I, I got to watch a movie for director showdown. Uh, I got to find interstellar and I got to watch this movie for some fucking reason for like mm-hmm. an hour. I thought I had to watch interstellar and I was well, so glad that I re-looked at my text from Prime <laughs> and saw that it was Gone Girl. How, how I would have come in here and go with like, all right, you guys ready to watch this all movie right, that I did not like all that right, much? Murph. <laughs> Murph. Murph, where you at, Murph? Exactly. Like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, the first note in my notes is, I was so glad to learn I did not have to watch Interstellar again. So you, you don't like Interstellar? It's, just, it's not that I don't like it. It's a, it's, it's, it's a drag. That oh, movie, okay. I can't think of any specific moments in that movie except at the end when he's in the fourth dimension. But okay. beyond that, I'm like, what happened in that movie? Like half the fucking time. <laughs> That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Gone Girl is great, though. Yeah. I really, I really love this movie. It's like, it's. <sighs> no, it's a really, really good movie. Like, the, yeah, it's, so, it's super entertaining. Like you're saying the detective work and everything, it's just like, it's top notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I just think the like reveals. the the reveal. Yeah, just just a movie that starts with you almost completely in the dark. Yes, you know, like like you don't have like hardly any information about what's happening, and that through just character interactions, you can start figuring out what's happening. Exactly. I, I just like the those are stories that I love where like you're in the dark for a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and then even after the reveal, like I, I found uh, like reading the book, watching the movie, whatever, like I found like after even after the reveal, it doesn't take a lot of the tension away because you're like, 
fuck, well, how is she going to get out of this? How is Nick going to get out of like going to prison for life because yeah. he's framing him? It's like, it just like keeps all of that, all of that tension like in the air. Um, until like the very end when they, it's still crazy how just like they end up back together at home. Yes. You know, it, because it, like the, the story ending. is so extreme, you yeah. know, you expect one of them to die, one of them to go to jail, something but they to just happen. end up at home you, and they're going to hate each just, other. It's just right where it started. Yeah. Like literally it's Pretty right much. where it started. That's and marriage. Yeah, so That's crazy. compromise. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the ending of this yeah. movie is definitely it's definitely like, a no, it's like a cynical, story a super circle. trashy, yeah. cynical fucking yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like like marriage is a fucking disease, and you're gonna like I I wonder if Gillian Flynn is married because it'd be fascinating right? if she is right? like yeah. that's so true I don't know um, she seems like a fascinating character like to whip this up I don't know but that that's what writers do like they right. come up with crazy they come write, up with stuff yeah, yeah. yeah they, they come up with shit um, I mean yeah I'm sure every sci-fi writer has experienced all the sci-fi uh, yeah right. worlds that, like they, like Arthur Arthur Clark has has been in the spaceship right like, yeah right that's, right? that's, that's how he, that's why this feels so authentic he never right? like read anything about physics or anything he just like you know he just did it he just did it <laughs> right yeah. um yeah okay so we haven't talked about it let's talk about it the wettest scene in the movie we're talking Ooh. we're talking NPH himself, Barney Stinson himself, the juicy scene, Doogie Hauser himself. That was his name, right? Yeah. Oh, in that, yeah. In that show. Get, getting fucking yeah. sliced. And something that we haven't mentioned also is uh Atticus Ross and uh Trent Reznor's score for this oh, movie. Oh yeah, 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 we have. Because this is the scene I feel like when I first saw well, you're this talk, movie, you're, you're taking a lot of things at one time. Well, so I'm going to combine them all. I'm going to okay. combine them all. Like yeah. Uh, I didn't recognize this score or notice it really um, while watching this movie for the first time until mm. the NPH Amy sex scene mm. um, in which she basically at that point has decided to use him as a tool to get out of this situation. And right? get back to Big Dick Affleck. Yeah, Big, <laughs> big, big D... Ban himself. Big D himself. Um, and and what they what they visually show in the movie, which is cool, is that like at this point she's lost all the weight she put on. Have you guys noticed mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. She has like a nice haircut. She looks like amazing. She looks Amy like herself again. again. She looks yeah. like amazing. Amy. Yeah, and then uh, she like totally manipulates him. She's like she's like the hashtag the like cool wife. girl again. Exactly. She's like I'm yeah. gonna grab your I became ass a cool girl. Mm. Yeah, she like plays into all of his fucking incel fantasies totally uses him mm-hmm. and then fucking slices him open and then the score that orgasm though yeah. god dude the, uh, the, the, the moment as he's finishing yeah, the moment when she slices him. his neck is horrifying to me just how quickly it can yeah. happen like how mm-hmm. quickly some like how fast that is that's yeah, terrifying dude. just like you're dead now and it's like there's no a, way you can say and he's a, coming inside her he's coming inside her yeah. and he bleeds all over Dude, oh, yeah. that scene, the music, the score in that scene is amazing because it's just like. I love the it's shots so, too, so like jarring, how the fast like, uh, cutting between like just different like uh, placements in the room is just yeah. like fading yeah. in and out of it. You well, know? And then, yeah, and then yeah. like it's so that image of her is so striking. How she's just in the white mm-hmm. lingerie covered head to toe in blood, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, femme fatale is like the perfect way to put that. And she never cleans the blood off until mm-hmm. she's like yeah. back at her until house. She's back like at home. days That's later. Yeah. yeah. Let's not call the cops. Let's just, you know. Well, yeah, she like fully understands like 
the narrative and like the perception that mm. is going to be hoisted upon she's her. She's like, she needs to get home yeah. and do the whole, and like, it's so I've brilliant. escaped. Yeah. yeah. How she, yeah, how she just drives straight home mm-hmm. and, like, falls into his Because I love arms. my husband, Nick. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude, it's so, Well, it, it's like, it. it's also so, uh, I, I want to say, like, foreshadowing, it's like backshadowing almost. Yeah. When, uh, when they're at the second, uh, what's it called? They're at their uh, press conference mm. and he turns to her and he's, and she, like, just, like, slyly is like, Kiss me on the cheek. Kiss me on the cheek. And then yeah. he and he like does a fake one. Yeah, I thought that like, was so brilliant. Yeah, because yeah, at that point he's so fucking. He's over done it. with her. Yeah. You, you know what? Like Amy reminds me of at the end of this movie is fucking. Uh, it's like John Doe at the end of Seven. Oh, it's like yeah. like she shows up and you're just like, whoa, what the fuck? And then just like takes control of the situation until mm-hmm. the end of the movie. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, it's really similar to that, I think, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Minus the decapitated uh, Gwyneth Paltrow head. Oh, well, you know. That would have been out of place How are you in gonna this do? movie. I mean, there should have been a yeah. decapitated head somewhere. Yeah. R.I.P. Gwyneth Paltrow. Thanks for your head for yeah, such a great for, movie. Yeah. Thanks for giving up your whole life yeah. for that movie. Yeah. yeah. She made the ultimate sacrifice, and she gave <laughs> us a great film, a great yeah. set of But, you know, Robo Paltrow in Shakespeare in Love did, does a good job. She's she good. good. She won the Oscar, even yeah. though it was, it was the robot. Paltrow, uh, that's yeah. true. And um, that and she's movie. starting to kind mm. of uh, have some kinks here and there with mm. the the goop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's really good in Endgame, though. I wouldn't know. Well, Haven't seen it yet. Yeah. God damn it, Brent. Well, if she was, oh, is that, she in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying is anything. Pepper, I just think she's good in it. Is Pepper um, Stark in it or whatever. Pepper Pe- Potts. Pe- Pepper Stark. Pepper Stark. <laughs> Didn't they get married at one point? I don't think she. Yeah, I don't think she takes. Well, she should. I don't know. Um, but yeah, do you Pepper guys have any Potts. final thoughts on uh, on uh, GG Gone Girl? Yeah, go ahead, David. I would say so. There was a couple of things I did want to bring up, just uh, shot wise, mm. with mm. in this movie. Uh, in the very very first. Like opening scene when they're introducing the characters and they go through that like sugar storm thing and he like wipes her lips and stuff. That wide shot of the sugar storm, so gorgeous. Yeah, like he. There's a couple of shots in this movie that are just Mm. paintings Mm -hmm. that are amazing. There's that shot. There's the shot of the kids riding down the road and like following the camera car. Like it's all like. The camera's moving down the road like, uh, yeah, it, like the camera's in the back of the car, and like it's you know going backward or going yeah. forwards, and then there's these kids just coming towards oh, it, oh yeah, and it's this gorgeous like sunset, mm. and like the kids are interweaving behind the camera on these bikes, and it's all about like they're looking for Amy, yeah, it looks yeah. so gorgeous, and then there's one well, there's one shot specifically I want to bring up because. It's very not David uh, Fincher, and it's not. There's never a shot like that in the movie. It's um, kind of a POV looking shot. It's not a POV shot because it's on uh, a dolly, I think. Yeah. But it's the shot where Nick first sees the crime scene, like when he first walks into the house in the very beginning. Yeah, it's and him he sees like that looking around. And, yeah, right? and like yeah. there's a shot of uh, he like the camera goes closer to the turned over table and. And uh, it pans down, and yeah. then you look up, and then it's another shot from the perspective of the table at Nick looking at the table. That's the only time in the entire movie you get a point of view shot from someone. That's the mm-hmm. only time in the entire movie where they're trying to actually put you in yeah. a character's head of like, what the fuck is going on right now? It's important. Ah, That's an important yeah, time yeah, to do yeah. it. Every yeah. other, yeah, there's never any other time in the movie, even when she kills Neil Patrick Harris. The camera is just above her head, right? 
and and like uh, you see the top of her head like while he's while she slices his throat and he's bleeding out like yeah. you never see her point of view you only see his point of view once and i think that is yeah. important to fincher because he's more leaning towards his like neil pat or not neil patrick Harris, but a uh, ben affleck's point of view yeah yeah it plays, it, it plays up the mystery of it like what yeah. what happened here and it kind of gets you into his into his headspace exactly there's only uh yeah uh, david fincher is pretty famous about never using handheld cameras and there's not a yeah. single one in this movie i think hmm. beyond there might have been some so. inside of the now that i'm thinking about it there might have been some inside of the uh when they're in those like press like things and the like the way that it yeah. looks like where you're like walking like walk and talk with the press and stuff yeah. but that's supposed to kind of i think to play up the chaos of it and, and, and yeah. like reminisce of uh, that idea of like when you see those news footage and you like they got that person like walking through and like you know the press is following them and you know you think of uh I don't know. I, that, what's that guy yeah. who killed like, JFK? Like fucking, honestly, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking mm-hmm. of. That really famous shot of that guy. Fucking yeah, I know what you're talking about like yeah. walking yeah. out, and then that dude yeah. runs up and shoots him. And yeah, but like yeah, beyond that, like all every yeah, the, camera like, press is slash off. like TMZ fucking just like them running up to exactly. Yeah. But besides that, everything that Fincher does is locked off shots, wide shots, a lot of tripod shots. I love mm-hmm. that he he sparingly uses his, the dolly. Mm-hmm. And like the crane, because it's all about the actual performances of the characters and more mm-hmm. about like editing with the. Um, so you'll see like so like right now, like in the scene we're watching right now, everything's below them. And it's because things are happening that the characters don't want to happen. Like mm-hmm. the the narrative is below them, you know, mm-hmm. like they're like, oh, fuck, this isn't what I okay. wanted. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty uh, because it's 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 overpowering. Exactly, it. that's why it's above the. But it's uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, the the what's happening is above them. Andy, but we're seeing the camera yeah. below them because mm. she thinks that she's still in power, and then we yeah. see the camera above her at one point yeah. because she realizes she's not in power. He does these like yeah. editing things like that, like where he yeah. like puts yeah. people in different positions, like you were saying with the murder. Like, or you were saying with the murder, like all the different camera positions that they do. Mm. Like, he's really amazing about that. And this movie is definitely one of the better films that he does with that, I will say. Like, that and Seven are two of the best films that he does when he tells the story just through editing when it comes to, like... The way people blocking. are presented in, yeah, yeah blocking. The way mm-hmm. people are presented in the screen, the maison scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like he does such a good job. Yeah, well, that. his lighting too, man. Because yeah. like his, and we talked about this in Social Network. How uh, he'll have certain scenes at night with different weather or in the daytime to represent certain moods, and that's what he does in this movie too. Like he'll like all like all of the flashbacks of their kind of life before Missouri are like, they're filmed so romantically and they're filmed like a fucking like Nicholas Sparks movie (laughs) or something. And it's just like, like falling in love. It's almost like slow motion. They're all just slow mo. And that's, that's kind of what I meant at the very beginning when I said that David Fincher is like a filmmaker, like he does those little subtle things that just like, an audience that isn't as versed in the language of mm. movie will pick up on anyway. Yeah, yeah well, and it's, just it's be like, feelings instead exactly. of instead of things where you're like, ah, I know what this is. Exactly. It's just like like that's what Spielberg I think is good at too. That's why he's you dark know? Spielberg. Yeah, exactly. that's yeah. our that's our theory yeah. is that he's dark. Oh, Spielberg. nice. Yeah. I like because I th- I think he does kind of have a similar like understanding of film language. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I love that the yeah like all the flashbacks are very romanticized and then it will cut 
to like it'll cut to like inside the interrogation room at the police station and it's just fucking those like Fincher dark blues. Yes. Everything is like clinical. It's just mm, like exactly. everybody's like in the middle of the frame. Nothing is romantic anymore. Um, and yeah, just like the framing of all that shit is it's, like brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's getting better at it, man. Like, like, uh, in, in social network, he's doing that and like playing with lighting is to, to represent moods. He's doing a lot of that in this movie too. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would basically say that in like summation, I would just say like, this movie, like the story is amazing. The story is great. Mm-hmm. The the if you honestly, it's it's only really good if you've only never seen it. Like like it's really like astounding if you've never seen it. Right, like, otherwise, exactly. it, you know it's going to happen. There's these little like sure. things, yeah. and you can kind of pick up on some other stuff. But I would just say like if you, if if you want to be a filmmaker, watch David Finch movies. David Fincher movies because like he he understands that language. Like you were just saying, like he understands that language of cinema and. Just like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes, though, I definitely had to have been pointed out. I, I had It had to be pointed out to me like, yeah, that how well the, he is about it. Mm-hmm. Like, just those small little subtle things he fucking does, yeah. you know? Yeah, the Every Frame of Painting video definitely is. Like, like that one. movie, I was like, it, it, it was like a, a switch flipped. And I was like, oh, that is what he does. That's really brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. never realized that before. It's like, he's, he's playing into the psychology of our fucking brains the way exactly. that he directs. Mm-hmm. Um, because when, is, you, when you look at something, you your eyes move just like how the camera does. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why it feels so natural, and that's why it's so yeah. There's a really naturalistic yeah. feel to all of his movies, and I think that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree completely. That, that his later movies start mm-hmm. to really like tap into like Zodiac is, mm-hmm. I think, the first big one. Yeah. You know, I, for yeah. Sure. I love fucking mm-hmm. Zodiac. Yeah, Zodiac's so good, man. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Adam? What, do you, what, are, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, this movie is uh, this movie's great. Um, I I love the story. Um, I think that the you know the the meta analysis on this film about stories within stories and how stories impact our perception of reality is uh, very important. Um, as far as uh, you know, gender identities and stuff, I really don't think that you know there was anything uh, dicey about it. Because, like I said before, like there was a whole thing about like even even I read on Wikipedia or something that uh, Flynn was like, "Did I just kill misogyny?" I mean, no, <laughs> did I did I kill did I kill feminism? Sorry, yeah. And she was like, "Did I just defeat oh, misogyny?" Yeah. <laughs> With but my movie? she was like, when she had that thought, she was she said, "Oh no, I'm really happy with how it turned out," you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Roseman Pike um, far out uh, outplays Ben Affleck, even though Ben Affleck was great in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, because of how much I hated him, I think that that goes to uh, <laughs> yeah. his acting capabilities. But Meta then again, casting, dude, so good. then again, maybe that's just how Ben Affleck is in real life. So I don't know. <laughs> And uh, but Ro- yeah, I I really wish we could see more Roseman Pike, and that's really cool that you brought up the thing about her, mm-hmm. about um how she's like very selective. Yeah, um, not too much. Uh, I'm kind of sad that this is uh, David Fincher's last film. Then uh, I agree. Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, crazy. I actually anything. didn't realize yeah. that. That's insane. Yeah, I'm just doing it's TV, been a long man. time. Yeah, Mindhunter. That's have you have you watched heard. Mindhunter? I watched uh, like four episodes of Mindhunter. So you watched his really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I watched his his bit. He did yeah. first two and last two, I think. 
Yeah, I just watched the first two, and I really liked it. I just forgot to, like, keep up with it. Yeah. But um, uh, I want to make a shout-out to my boy, uh, what's his name, from fucking uh, The Predator... Logan and Dude, why, uh, wow, why didn't I look up his name? Keep I talking f- I his about name. him, and I'm gonna. Yeah. But he he he's like that that white trash guy with the white trash girl. Oh, <laughs> and uh, he, oh god, I he, completely forgot that guy was in fucking. Yeah, he was he was the bad guy in Logan. Yeah, and was the That's good guy hilarious. in the Predator. And he's also in Narcos. Wait, yeah. is he in the new Predator? Yeah, he's the new. The okay, I haven't yeah. seen the new and one. And his lead. name. Mm. is Scoot McNary to Boyd Holbrook. Boyd, Boyd Holbrook. Holbrook. Yeah. That's such a weird name. Yeah. It's a very trash, white trashy name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. He was but, cast um, properly. Yeah. But he, he's great, and I want to see even more stuff. That's hilarious. Um, and I guess like the, this is the first time I've ever seen him in film, and I never knew that was him. Same. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. What, what else? Um... On the, I, I have a oh, difficulty the, scale here. Yeah, the the dolphin scale okay. the dolphin is, uh, is, scale. is like a like a difficulty for mm-hmm. people to, people who like films, mm-hmm. um, and it's like one to three. Three is yeah. like a fucking Tarkovsky movie. Okay, yeah. one, one is like, like Die Hard. Okay. I guess is what. Yeah. Well, that's a little that's a little derivative. But well, anyway, I mean, I yeah, really yeah, yeah I, get it, I get it. Though. I, I don't mean I it's diehardly insanely like, like ones yeah, yeah. aren't bad. It's yeah. just one it are more digestible. Yeah, yeah. you know. I, I think this is on the between the one and two scale because like yeah, you can. I agree. You can easily like take they, this in. They do and a really good job it. of making it yeah. digestible. But you can get to the two point on like what how you were saying, David, with like how the how um, intricate David Fincher's filmmaking is and how it conveys meaning through all those, uh, all those shots that he does and the blocking and whatnot. There was like one random shot that came up uh, a little bit ago when we were talking Mm -hmm. where she is doing the thing where she, um, what's it called? Like comments on someone's blog or whatever. I don't know what it was. She's at like an, a, a library, and she like is yeah, like yeah. Oh, to be yeah, yeah. But then they do like a close up shot of her scratching her leg, and that, it's like, dude, I remember that. And I was like, it's why like, why did you do this? Why? Yeah, that was and, such and, a and weird I wonder if that was shot. supposed to pay off later, like, and they just had to edit it out or something. But oh, it definitely man. felt like it felt like it was supposed to be like something. God, but what then just was that? wasn't anything after. Yeah, it was such a strange yeah, like so shot. It's that. just a real close-up really? shot, and she just scratches like, yeah, her leg. Yeah, she just does this, and yeah, and it's just, for some reason they do a close-up shot I on don't it. No, weird. Yeah, it's so strange. Is she just huh. like? Is it just to convey that she's anxious? Maybe. Yeah, that, like, but like you're saying, like it's all yeah. those like David Fincher, mm-hmm. like he's so detailed with his mm-hmm. filmmaking, and he does a lot of cutaways too. Like yeah, she's like nervous about she's nervous. Se- about seeing the press conference because that's what she's looking up, right? But she's it's just like so strange up. that it was like center frame, right? Yeah, it, that's why it was so it, weird. It just, it like, just was that kind of out of nowhere. It was so jarring, yeah. Because like you know, like if you're watching yeah. Zodiac, like there's a thousand fucking cutaway shots, but like mm. in this movie, there's like not any. You mm. know, just like shots yeah. that were just like random, like people. It's, it's really purposeful, stuff. yeah. And yeah. then uh, we didn't mention it uh, at the beginning, but yeah, I mean, this is another fucking fincher movie where there were like 50 plus oh takes uh takes of her every scene. fucking yeah. scene yeah of every moment exactly um did, did yeah. ben affleck have to take a puff off his vape like between cuts every oh, dude, fucking he, was, take, he was fucking man. ripping that hog in between every fucking take dude <laughs> he you was know sucking it. his own dick <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, as far as um, where this ranks on David Fincher's films for me, I don't know. Because like, because like, he's a very well. I'm I'm just thinking about it right now. I mean, I just think like he has a very. It's like a very flat like level of existence with Fincher. Like nothing really like kind of peaks or valleys between. Well, it's all it's all films. just great. <laughs> Is yeah, that, yeah. Because I mean, I would say I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you do. But you but as but but as a guy who like I, I know for me personally, I always go for like story, and uh, I think um, this one is definitely. V- very fascinating except for i guess the denouement like that was where i was like you know this doesn't this this is throwing me off and this doesn't make any sense Mm. um i think that's the only fault i would like give it but it wasn't you know it it wasn't enough i just think it goes a little long for me i don't know it goes way long like me it's not even that it's long it's just like it just it's just so jarring and weird like how the fuck did like how she get away with it so fucking easily? Yeah. She never planned that part. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 it's it's just like I get like the result and how interesting that is, but like the actual process from her like improvising to getting away with like the cops, it it, mm-hmm. it, it was just maybe that's that's weird. that's like one of the signs that it's like a book turned into a movie, right? Because it's yeah. like a, a book can dive into like the the moments that like all play out into that ending. Whereas like a movie has to be like, mm. we just got to get to that point. Yeah. And you know, it is kind gotta, of a fault of the, yeah. of the length time. True. It's like, what, what else are we going to do? Like, get fuck, to? We're already at two and a half hours. Yeah, we got to we fucking, gotta, we got to straight up. We got to wrap gotta this up. Going. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But, uh, I, th- I think, you know, other films that he's done have more, I don't, I don't know. Like substance. I think se- yeah. Seven, seven is like great, even though it's a little bit, uh, trite now, and not because it's because of it. It's because everything else like copied. <laughs> well, off it's like of it. fi- it's Fight Club too. Yeah, yeah, that's something that we talked about yeah, a lot yeah. this season. But it's, it's like, like how, again, yeah, he's yeah. he never wrote any of those. So I, I mean, it, it's kind of a a moot point that I'm making really because he never wrote he never wrote the the film. So you know, but yeah, this, I love this movie. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I I really. Um, I really love this movie too. I I, I think, I mean, it, it's it's kind of uh, insane that he made the movie this good. I mean, he's a, he's a great director, so I guess I should have expected it. But when I was reading the book, I was I was the whole time I was like, this is really good. I don't understand how he's going to format the movie. I don't understand like how he's going to reshape this to make sense because there's a lot of like inner monologues in yeah. this and stuff like that. Um, the whole structure with like Amy's notebook and stuff, it, it just seemed like a lot to do in a movie. Um, and I, I guess uh, like it's, it's a tribute to Gillian Flynn's like screenplay, like her adapting it, that it, that she understood. And I, I think I read that too, that David Fincher loved the source material, loved the book uh, for the same reasons that like Flynn was really passionate about it. So they like linked up, and nice. we're able to like latch onto the stuff that's important in the book. Um, and I mean, other than that, it's just like really fun to watch this movie unravel. Uh, there's like so many mysteries that are slowly revealed. And, and it's, it's, it is one of those movies that 
like seven where like the first time watching it is a much more powerful experience, you know, yes. because you kind of know the twists and stuff like that. Um, but he, even still this time watching it, I think the th- second or third, I can't remember if I saw it a second time. Um, th- I mean, there was still stuff that I like didn't totally catch in the movie version and like stuff that they were doing, um, different ways the story like unraveled, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a real, I like, like I definitely put this over Ben buttons. Um, I mean, it's not hard to go to, to like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, and we, like, I think you and I made a good defense of that movie and I, we I did like our that best. movie. We did our best, but, yeah. uh, David <laughs> is like his eyebrows Man, went off his head. Of yeah. Um, listen to that episode and see what you, you should. I feel like Adam and I really okay. unpacked some, we, we unpacked and we, we, yeah. we, we, had unpacked it in a way that we weren't expecting because we had not planned that. For sure, yeah. At the end, we were like, fuck, is this movie fucking great? Yeah. Like, it, it, I think it's kind like, of a great we movie. We were surprised yeah. at the end. We're like, um, what? Because Sean, Sean was on it, and he never he didn't like Sean it. Sean didn't like it, yeah. yeah. And then by the end, I think Sean kind of liked it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I think just the, the performances and the writing... Uh, obviously the, the way that Fincher directs is so inherent to like visual language and cinema itself that like he tells the story. Well, like that, that's what he does. He's not a writer. He just knows how to adapt stories, uh, really well. And, um, it's, uh, entertaining as fuck to watch. It's really, it's really trashy. You kind of just enjoy like, like I didn't bring this up, but, and we kind of like talked around it, but I love that the movie itself is kind of it's commenting on the fact that people love to like be obsessed with stories like this. Like Mm -hmm. people love to like watch, uh, whatever her like weird ass Fox news crime show is. No one wants the truth. Yeah. Yeah. They just love like the sensationalized narratives that are on TV. Like to even the point where they make like Ben Affleck and his sister a weird. Exactly. Uh, which, that was so weird. Yeah. yeah and, it, and it's like it's but the movie itself is kind of giving you that flavor by like being really trashy, too. Yeah. And it's like it's it's also, I think, a meta like postmodern thing that it's doing. Um, and I, I just love that aspect. I want to give a shout out. We haven't mentioned her. Uh, Carrie Coons as uh, Margot, oh, yeah. uh, Ben Affleck's sister. She's a fucking incredible actress. She's in Leftovers, and like she's great in this. And I totally forgot it was even her um, until rewatching this. But um, she's great. I mean, not given a ton to do in this movie, but um, yeah. So that's great. It's great. 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 Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Wonderful. It's a wonderful movie. Sit. Yeah, David. You know, I know we talked about. Gone Girl in movies, but how are you doing, bud? How's everything other than just, you know... I'm doing pretty movie? good. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been, like, living life, you know? I'm married yeah. recently, so, yeah. yeah that's just a... getting into routines and stuff. Dude, was the last time that at least I saw you, was it at your wedding? Probably. It was, right? Yeah, God yeah. damn, a few... Yeah, it was four, o- mo- four or five months ago? Yeah, probably. When was it? October? October, yeah. No, I think I saw you at a Christmas party, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I think you came over. Yeah, Yeah. we we had a little... I got really trashed. Yeah, we all knew you did. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We we all knew you did. You were like... (laughs) You were like having a lot of existential conversations with everybody. Well, that's what I do even sober. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's that's like his baseline, but if if Adam like drinks... 
or oh if, oh, if he smokes, it's like, boy, you're going to get in some deep stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's on brand. Yeah. Got to lean yeah, into hell it. Hell yeah, dude, exactly. on brand. What are you going to do? Dude, y'all's yeah. wedding, by the way, was like fucking so yeah. cool. Thank you. It was so badass. Yeah. It was very fun. It was for so me much too. fun. I wish we could stay f- for longer, but it was so yeah, much fun. Yeah, yeah, you know. You got yeah. a kid. You got yeah. a little baby. You got a baby, baby yeah. boy. Do you have anything you'd like to say to the millions of listeners? Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any, yeah, like plugs or anything? Yeah, like, not really. I don't know. I don't have any plugs for myself. Mm. Uh, I mean, definitely keep listening to this show. Hey, Uh, hey. listen to, I don't know, Delphin Pod pretty good with like his, uh, what are they, Countdown to Infinity? Is that still what it's called? Uh, So they they are pretty much wrapped up on that. They are doing, they're getting back to Revenge of the Sequel. Revenge of the Sequel, yeah. Pick up up on Revenge of the Sequel. I just want to say. Or y'all. are y'all on there's, an episode? There's a, oh, there's there's a, little a little something, something, something there coming up. There might be a up. little bit of a uh, interesting situation happening in a, a couple little crossover. weeks, y'all. Uh, we'll see. I don't, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I've been on several yeah. episodes of that, if you just want to go check me out on that. Mm-hmm. The old... Uh, Fam films, yeah, dude. <laughs> that I yeah. was going to revive at one point, and then <laughs> just sh- like kind of stopped doing it because uh, hey, you can't. Hey. I just got married, and I was getting re- routine uh, and stuff. Hey, and you I, know, dude. I mean, too much. We're still down. Da- I mean, I'm still, yeah, we're still game to be. I'm on still it, down dude, for COVID. Yeah, yeah. We still need to do it because I still have the. I, I recorded yeah. three episodes, so I still have three episodes. Oh, in well, the shit. bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have oh, John, yeah. Brian, and Sean's episodes. But yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we should still keep doing that. If you want me on Cobra, you just let me know. Oh, I, I, I mean, I want you on Cobra. I want you yeah. on Battle of the Mars. I got yeah. my, I, yeah. I know Battle of the Star, whatever I, I the fuck it's called. About it. Yeah, I know from Mars. nothing about it, and that's, that's why I'm what excited. It's like, I've yeah. actually never seen the movie that we're going to watch either. Okay. Dude, I've seen yeah, Cobra let's, let's a thousand yeah, fucking man, times. That movie sounds fucking great. So that's a good plug. Like, keep out for keep an eye out for fam films. I think it'll be back at some point. It will be. cool. It's going to be some weird movies on that. Exciting to listen to us talk about. Um yeah, what do, what do we have, Adam? Do we have anything? I mean, no. I mean, listen next week to yeah. Listen next week to the, the final episode, final showdown. Season. Talking Dunkirk, George. Dunkirk, George. I I, I think it's going to be guestless unless something it's changes. It's going to be guestless. But, um, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be, that's usually what we do on the last yeah. episode. Yeah, just anyway. to kind of bring yeah. it into the station. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. We're going to be you know, we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to do our rankings for this season. Just about, and just an overview yeah. of the whole season. Mm-hmm. You know, where we've been, what, yeah. what we've done, what we think of. Maybe, maybe maybe we learned something new about good old Chris Nolan or good old Dave good Finch. Old, good old Davey Finch. Davey Finch. Davey may, Finch is himself. And maybe if you listen, you'll learn something new too. Mm-hmm. And, or maybe you'll just get dumber. Yeah, it's possible. It's entirely possible on this. If, if it follows the trend of uh, last season's, mm. uh, Jesus Christ, what did we cover? Cronenberg, Cronenberg's and uh, Carpenter. Yeah, what was the finale? Oh, Jesus Dead Christ. Ringers. Dead Ringers. If it follows the trend mm. of that, then a lot of people will, for some reason, tune into that. Oddly <sighs> enough, I feel like I need it. We need to like give that movie another shot it's so weird a lot of it's people love movie. that movie yeah it's it's yeah. really weird um and it's but, so weird that we both have the same response to that movie yeah right i don't, yeah. I don't know um i have regrets about that i kind of wish we covered dead zone instead like we yeah. had originally mentioned but oh well but maybe um, maybe we just you know maybe maybe we we had the perception of cronenberg and we, yeah. we that kind of messed up our our uh, idea yeah. of what dead ringers was supposed to be about what it was supposed to be yeah, yeah um yeah. But yeah, I mean, next season's gonna be 
Dunkirk next season. No. Jesus Christ, no next, next episode. My God. Uh, so we're this is this is how it's looking, guys. Mm. Dunkirk next episode. Get get stoked for that. Mm. Uh, then we are going to have the. Uh, Dealer's choice. Dealer's get choice. excited for that. Even Adam and I don't know what the fuck that's going to be. And then we're going to have oh boy, we're going to have a little something special. Something spe- that we again. don't even know what it's going to be. You guys can't see it, but I'm just w- I'm winking. I'm, yeah. I'm winking over he's, and over. He's and over winking again. both eyes. Actually, I'm just blinking a yeah. lot. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like I'm having a stroke. Actually, <laughs> it looks like a strobe lights going off in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we don't even know what that's yeah. going to be. It could be. It could be literally Black anything. Beauty. It could be fucking. No, I'm talking. Where's my I'm car? Ta- I'm talking about the other bonus episode after the Dealer's Choice. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Uh, yeah. You're, you're ta- okay. I see. And what I you're won't saying. even say what it is because yeah. I'm pretty excited. There, about there's it. yeah. There's a there's yeah. a pretty interesting surprise down mm. the road a few weeks, gang. Um, I'm excited for y'all mm. to. Listen to that, and uh, hopefully you will be on board with it, is all I am going to say. Um, but I think that is going to do it for this episode um, of Director Showdown, of uh, yeah. Talking Gone Girl. And and thank you, David, so much. So for being much. A, let's let's for all add this into the bit. You do. David's into the bathroom right now, guys. Yeah. David, we appreciate you for being on. We love you. And uh, guys, we will see you next week. Much love from... Why did I say that? I never say God, that. God, this is the longest, longest send out you've ever yeah, given. Yeah, I'm just like... You're just... All right. Here we go. go. Time to say goodbye. Time to say everybody. gone, girl. Gone, boys. To all three of us. All three of us David, that are here... At Thank this you so much for being moment. on. Absolutely, Thank you so guys. much. It's like the we fucking hope, best time of all time. We hope you join us on the next season, and yeah. Ooh, we'll let yeah. you know soon what that's all about. Oh, be a weird thing. I'll tell you off mic, but I have an idea for y'all's next season. Oh, cool. Okay, watch us exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, okay. Right. Okay. Thanks for being on, man. Uh, guys, we'll see you next week. We love you. Talk to you later. <laughs> see you.